in the White House, President Eisenhower signs the proclamation that makes Alaska's entry into the Union official, nearly 92 years after Lincoln's Secretary of State bought the territory from the Russian Tsar for $7 million. The Alaska Wild Project podcast is brought to you by the following sponsors. The Bait Shack. Located on Ship Creek upstream of the bridge, can't miss the bright red shack. They're the go-to fishing gear rental and guide service on Ship Creek. Tight lines and fish on. Come hook into the action with them. Hit them up at thebaitshackak.com. Lawn Pro AK, your year-round professional property maintenance company, providing services such as weekly lawn maintenance, driveway sweeping, snow and ice management, and tons more. Get your free estimate today at LawnProAK.com. Anchortown Dogs, located at 4th Avenue across from the old 4th Avenue Theater. Look for the blue and gold umbrella. From reindeer dogs to bomb euros, they've got you covered. Anchortown Dogs, your local gourmet hot dog and sausage cart. Menegato's Accounting, locally owned and operated advisory and tax accounting solutions. Passion, experience, diligence. Learn more at menegatosaccounting.com. Double Shovel Cider Company, located off Arctic and 58th. Handcrafted Alaskan-made cider. They also have a tap room downtown on the corner of 5th and E. Check them out at doubleshovelcider.com. Serrano's Mexican Grill, two locations, one on Tudor, one on Northern Lights. The Northern Lights location has their new tequila bar. Check it out. Also see their daily specials at serranosmexicangrill.com. AKO Farms, located in Sitka, Alaska, built from the ground up with concentrates as their single motivation. Find their products such as their sugar wax, full spectrum diamond sauce carts, and more at the Treehouse AK and other dispensaries around the state. Ask your local bud tender about AKO. TheTreehouseAK.com, located at 341 Boniface Parkway. Your all-in-one cannabis and CBD store. Ask the bud tender what the strain of the day is to get your 10% off. The Treehouse, where the culture lives. Marijuana has intoxicating effects and may be habit-forming and addictive. Marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under the influence. There are health risks associated with consumption of marijuana. For the use of only by adults 21 and older. Keep out of the reach of children and marijuana should not be used by women who are pregnant or breastfeeding. Tailored Restoration 24-Hour Emergency Home Services. Helping Alaskans restore their dreams since 1972. Services include fire, water, mold, post-emergency cleaning, repair, and remodeling. Give them a call in Anchorage, Eagle River, Matsu, or Fairbanks. Hit them up at tailoredrestorationalaska.com. Hey, what? That was exciting. Oh, crank it up there, D. Late, 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 late. We got ball. actually we got four there that Ooh. time, didn't we? Did we get four there? Did, did yeah. you just crack one, Trent? Oh, kinda. <laughs> he just recracked it. <laughs> <laughs> That's where the caribou call didn't get the full open. It's kind of like you just twisted it, like when you used to like cut it up when the people used to chew and they would just cut the the whole can open. Uh-huh. You know, say. Yeah. I just did the. <laughs> it made that, a cute little sound. He just made the sound with his voice. <laughs> <laughs> great thing about caribou calls is that they all work. There yeah, that's right, man. They do, no matter what. They do work. These guys have a real problem down there. Double shovel. There's a whole herd off there. <laughs> I heard that. Just mills around. <laughs> I couldn't even get off the door to get here. Uh-huh. Like someone get these caribou out of the way. Uh, was it, get to the recording? Was it cracking over there, or just 
just the, the one in, of those deals the you inside learn is what, the inside was. Yeah. The outside uh, was it's raining. <laughs> yeah. 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 We've got the heaters out there now though. Oh, right. all fire up? pits. Are oh, you got the heaters soon. and the fireplace and all that. Fireplace in a a couple, uh, probably a month, and then. Uh, but yeah, we got the heaters, ro- you know, roaring. Where do you heater mean? heaters like the yeah propane, the tall outdoor ones, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's little. Where do you guys get your firewood? Because I know you guys have those fires going seven days a week. Like, yeah, Facebook Marketplace. Okay, yeah. you I don't have like that. a specific. You don't have a We've specific tried vendor a bunch or anybody. Of, there's a couple of real good ones, and there's yeah. a couple that you know. They're available. No one else is. And then we yeah. try. Out Actually, I, I, too. I sent you the message of the one guy. Yeah. That, that knows I, it. I never, hit, I never him hit him up. But. Yeah. Hit him up because you. he's like, oh, I know you want the dry dry. And he has like the dry dry <laughs> and all the stuff that he like sells to whoever. But he's like prides himself in having the stuff. That's, the seasoned rotation. Yeah. And he ended up knowing, knowing me from back in the music day. He's like, nice. you look familiar. <laughs> and he's like, Arctic float. And I was like, oh, and he's like, oh, and he just starts like saying some rap, and he's, nice. just like, oh. he's like, I thought, I thought you looked familiar, and he's just, come on, uh, sing along. Uh, <laughs> you ready for this wood? Yeah. So I got the dry dry. If you need it, that guy I sent you, man, I'm telling you, that's all he does. He yeah. just gets it and, and cures it up, and, and it's not the bug guy. No, 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 not that's that guy. Because I've heard oh, stories yeah. of the bug guy. No, me. you don't want that bug yeah, guy. Dude. So you found someone since. Yeah, on Facebook Marketplace. Yeah, share that contact with me. I will. I will. I thought I sent it to you, but I'll, I will. Yeah. yeah, he has like really good mix, and he, and he's like most people don't ask for the dry dry. He's, yeah. I was like, what? Do people yeah. buy like not so dry wood? They just don't ask, I guess. Yeah, I did get it. Nice I made sure I was like, listen, I want seasoned wood. Yeah, I've had yeah. like three different guys come. The last stuff, yep. you know, it's like Bootsy came through with the whole truck full of like wet wood on the last. Whenever we went, and I was like, "Bro, I know exactly where you got this from." Yeah, we need a lot of oil and gas to burn this. Yeah. yeah. So last week, I, I got a nice gift. I came home from uh, the cidery after a long day, and they're actually stacked like in a perfect uh, pyramid. Uh, it was a pyramid, yeah. John Lau cut a bunch of wood oh, that had been seasoned for a year and put it in the driveway. Papa and, son, huh? Yeah, and left nice, that dude. left an extra axe out that was just newly sharpened Ooh. for me. But I was a little worried because, you know, there's a lot of, like, you know, women walking down the street and stuff, and it's just, like, you know, busting out your chopping skills with people walking by and you have your flannel on. That's just, like, too Alaskan for inside turning in neighborhood. So I, you know, I just I'm not gonna be able to do it when. when you just gotta do, go the east side. That's yeah. the <laughs> yeah, I mean, just listen. I just don't want like a crowd standing around watching. You see how he's doing that, son? Yeah. Oh my god! Look at that sweat. <laughs> flannel, a flannel, and uh, some extra tufts. That's that's the traditional Alaskan wear, right there. Yeah, that's I, I, the lady call instead oh, of the, oh, the lady call. Yeah, I was, I was told by a, a seasoned veteran that if you wanted to get your old lady all fired up, just go out there and chop some wood out there in front of the window, and it's on. It's a fact. <laughs> it is a fact. Yeah, really? There's just something yeah. about a dude out there cutting wood and the cold air. You're just breathing it out. Uh, and, yeah. yeah, sweating. Yeah. Honey, grab me a beer. Okay. Yeah. Oh, be it's right coming up. right up. <laughs> <laughs> I made you enchiladas, too. <laughs> be in a minute, honey. I'll be done when I'm done. <laughs> I actually do a lot of wood cutting on the COVID days when we were just home, stuck at home, dude. I think I had a fire every single night from yeah. that March to summertime. Just cutting it up in the backyard. You couldn't go nowhere. Just It was 
it was really nice to have the fire. Actually, it burned the bottom of the plate of the fire thing. Oh, yeah. Where it just went all the way through. So the ash is just like going all the way to the grass. Yeah. <laughs> That's a, just, like, a well-used uh, fire pit. Yeah. I need yeah. it all right. That's uh, how it done right. Somebody galen. Yeah, making a little. Original Galen. Yeah, OG. OG about that. Um, yeah, he's the fire. The fire. Pits. I still got that double shovel one he made me. Yeah. Well, Very welcome strong. to uh, Alaska Wild Project episode thirty-two. Um, we finally got the man, <laughs> the myth, the legend, um, the man Legendary. from the from the, the restoration man, Trent Taylor. Man, thanks for coming in, Trent. You bet. This is just about past my bedtime. So. Is it right there? <laughs> seven thirty. Those are early ones. So, uh, actually, I was really glad that uh, you had Jack and Earl, or John and Earl. Yeah, on. yeah. Because I'm like, man, I'm sweating. I'm like, man, I might be the oldest guy on this show. <laughs> <laughs> You're on the old Codger list? Yeah. Like, uh-huh. Codger of the month? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I was hoping we weren't going to get a nap break that night. <laughs> you might tonight. <laughs> no, thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Yeah, awesome to have yeah, you. Welcome, man. A lot of good feedback on the on the John and Earl, on the, Earl, the old Codger boys. We need to get mm. some more old men in here. Oh, I enjoyed that a lot, listening to yeah, those guys. Just to get their knowledge on all that old stuff. I don't know, man. I just have like a like a man crush on like old codgers that just have like unbelievable amounts of old knowledge and experience and like I mean those guys could probably sit down and tell you stories for Dave. there there isn't enough yeah. moose hunting trips that you could hear of them all. And then I'm sure they tell a story again a few years later with another twist that yeah, just made yeah. it even better. Yeah. You believe it anyway, you know? Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, dude. Old dudes, man. I I would like to believe that one day when I'm, like, in my 60s and 70s that I'm, like, the old guy that my daughters, his husbands, his buddies are like, oh, man, this guy, he's got all this, you know, experience and history. And, you know, hopefully, hopefully I'm one of those dudes because yeah. I, I aspire to be a John Lau. So much to learn, dude. I mean, that's where I got my whole cooking game. Like, yep. before, I, and you can talk to Bootsy or my brother, anyone. Like, I wouldn't even go out with the boys. Like, I learned to raft a kenai and do a lot of hunting from my buddy Kendo and Daryl Montanani. Shout out to them. He was an executive chef. I mean, this is a guy, like, you're coming out to the Kenai River, and this guy's cooking lobsters and, like, you know, <laughs> crazy beef ribeyes and all this stuff. And Bacon just, wrap scallops. Yeah, showed me the cast iron, and he had the cook bag, and, like, and now it's like, I know how to do the cook bag. And oh, was he the original? He was the original of the cook bag and how to yeah. cook on the fire and, and the cast iron pan, and he had the water bottle full of oil and all the little things yeah. that is just, like, I just picked up from them. And I was like, man, why would I go with my friends who just bring hot dogs? I can go with these guys. Yeah, and they're just like <laughs> cooking and, and and drinking and and telling me all these stories and showing me all the tricks and all that stuff. It was meat, like I, I just meat fest at two a.m. Oh man, I yeah. just absorbed so much from that. You know, we got we'll probably learn a lot from you, Trent. Actually, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I don't know about that. You have a camp cook game. I can I cook better at home. Yeah. You know, I'm a camp cook. I can do it. You know, pretty good, but you know, when I, it's funny you're saying that. I was thinking about yeah. After about two weeks of the summer, my kids are like, "So what kind of hot? Like, we don't want any more hot dogs. Like <laughs> something else. We want a sandwich. I'll take just an apple or you know, like, <laughs> like no, no more, no more hot dogs. All right. But most of the places I go out, we have a cook or a cook area, so I don't really consider it outdoor camping. You know, yeah. Our place on the Kenai, we have a stove and stuff, so we get it done. And I don't, I don't like to just mess around. I like prepping stuff yeah and make good food right mm-hmm. i mean part of the outdoor experience and part of the whole oh. ambiance of it is eating good yeah isn't it oh yeah 
You drink good beer, you drink good wine, you drink good whiskey, yeah. you eat good food. It's good vibes, it's good energy. It's like, I don't know, man. It's just like every bit part of it's like if it's a shitty cold rainy day, at least you can have some biscuits and gravy and bloody Marys. Like oh, yeah. hey, no, win. Yeah. Right? We yeah. always like try he, and have every trip you try and have a signature meal or something, you know, something yeah. pretty good, but you always have something. You know? Yeah. Make a brisket or something or mm. smoke. Just something mm. that's not the norm, the spaghetti and the normal stuff that is good, but some of the people go, ooh, you put a little effort into this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of Alaskans eat better when they're camping or they're hunting or they're fishing mm-hmm. than they do at home. You know, you get in your regular routine. Yeah, I mean, that's true. Yeah. Like, you you try to have your signature dish, like, okay, uh, Memorial weekend, you just yeah. know Saturday, mm-hmm. we're going to just make these ribs and cook them all day mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. Potluck you know. with the whole crew yeah. and somebody's going to bring something good. Yeah, and Gives Trent, man, big Trent, man. I, <laughs> yeah, just just a shout out Trent's Instagram page. Ak, it's at Ak Pipes, Ak P I P E S, and uh, we're actually looking at the picture right now of that moose tongue that you got there. I mean, I got to give a big like I love your page because <laughs> your page is all about the things that you're doing with your kids, yeah, and introducing Family. them to all these things that you're doing, and all these foods and all these. Um, uh, subsistence style like foods that you're bringing to them and introducing your, your kids who are between the ages of like four and 12 i'd say eight and nine eight and nine yeah that, that's <laughs> yeah. between four and twelve yeah. she's almost, lives almost ten and lewis is eight <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah but i mean it's just like man you're doing the tacos you got the moose tongue you got the sheep burger you're doing the prawns you're doing the, the shrimp from here and you're just constantly and in like this picture right here where you're, you're doing the um Herring eggs. The herring eggs. Yeah. I mean, you're not just mm-hmm. doing the regular mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. You have all these things that are just amazing that that you're enjoying with your kids and you're introducing them. Like, what is it like to be like, hey, uh, Liv, like, I'm going to pull out this moose tongue. She's like, good. It's really, you know, I, I feel pretty lucky to have so much stuff like uh, to forge. I learned a lot of this too. Extra stuff is that during the COVID, it's like all I could do is go outside. So we our cabin or whatever. Like, what are all these people doing in the woods? I had to figure it out. Well, yeah. moral picking. I had never moral picked. I'm like, I got to figure this out. Yeah. Figured it out. It was delicious. Awesome. Dude, you went on a major moral. Oh, yeah. Moral, no, I, moral but kick. I, I just figured it out. Like, walk around the woods, do this, do that, look for this. Go during the day when no one's, everybody else is at work. Yeah. I'd get up at five in the morning, drive down there. I'd be back at work at noon. Just do it for yeah. a couple hours, clear my head, yeah. listen to some podcasts or something. Yeah. And then when we were up at Cropper's Cabin, there's a fire up there. You know, like took mm-hmm. my kids and lives. They're picking morels. They're harvesting. I just think it's important for them to know that there's all this stuff is available. Like, mm. you don't have to go to the store. You don't have to buy all that stuff. We have food. We get salmon from the Kenai, you know, shrimp, halibut, you know, meat, game meat. Yeah. My, my older kids used to say, well, Dad, what happens if you don't get a moose? I'm like, well, we'll just go to the store and get some meat. And they're like, no. <laughs> like, we can't do that. We'll be okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're going to starve. Yeah. <laughs> We're not those type Cost of people. Goes up, We're yeah. not store people. And if you, if you sell it to the young kids like it's something, like it's not a big deal, then they don't even yep. know. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I, this is kind of bad. but um, <laughs> So uh, we made some... Um, Sheep, Rocky Mountain sheep oysters. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, wow. And, okay. we, yeah. and what do we tell the kids? What are those, Dad? Yeah. Like chicken nuggets. <laughs> 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 They're like, okay. Yeah. These are good. <laughs> they don't know. Oh, I mean, man. you just, everything was chicken for a while. And then they, yeah. 
they don't really, they don't. Do you tell I, them I afterwards? Will. Yeah. You tell them, say afterwards, like, yeah, hey, you just say like, that. Huh. I will say I knew when we ate the Rocky Mountain oysters up at the sheep camp for mm-hmm. the first time. I was like, that texture just ain't right. <laughs> and I looked at them and they're like, different. uh-huh. <laughs> I was like, damn it. What would you say is the texture closest to? Kielbasa. Like a, kielbasa? A, a very fatty uh, kielbasa. Like a, mm. like, yeah. uh, like a soft sausage. Yep. Yeah. I know it sounded Ooh, really, it really weird. That's what a kielbasa. It's a yeah. almost. It's very mushy, soft. almost yeah. mushy in the case. And then yeah. it has that like kind of outside that's kind of like a hard boiled egg. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, and yeah, that's like what a, like it's smooth on the outside. And you're like, oh, this uh, isn't right. Uh, <laughs> 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 that's the casing pop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's. Yeah. Uh, it's so, not bad. It's funny too. All these stuff. If you when you eat out at like out in the fire over the fire, and then you, you come back and cook them at home, you're like, hmm, it's not as good as when I was two hundred miles away <laughs> freezing or whatever. Right when you earned it. Yes, that's yeah, and that's yeah. how I started trying a lot of this weird stuff, and it's like delicious. And then you go back, hmm, it's okay. Yeah. How'd you prep that moose tongue? So there was a side. I, I always like get ideas, and then I kind of make it my own. So. Mm-hmm. Boiled it for a long time, slow, with a bunch of spices. It called for some certain peppers, but I didn't have that. But I did have some um, for those Mexican peppers, uh, the green ones, green chilies, basically. Oh, yeah. The smoked ones that I had mm-hmm. frozen from New Mexico. And I put those in. Nice. Uh, some garlic, onions, and stuff. Do that for a long time till it softens. Take it out. Remove the skin. Chop it up real fine. And then you fry it like carnitas. Oh, yeah. And get it crisp, crispy on it salt pepper whatever and then really the, the key is the fresh ingredients i mean yeah mm. you know like a good taco you could have poop in there and if you have the right ingredients <laughs> that's gonna taste yeah. delicious yeah you have you know fresh peppers <laughs> onions yeah you know i love the mexican cheese the queso oh, oh, just, oh, yeah. i don't know you know yeah. And, and yeah. You just and i they have now at the fred meyer cars whatever those little street taco they're smaller than the regular, mm. so they're only about yay big. Yeah. Oh, the flour, yeah, yeah. the flour. They do, there. and they do corn, and so oh, I fried yeah. corn ones, and then that way you can just have a couple bites, make yep. a couple, and not pig out on a big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, big, big stuff makes it more fun <laughs> that way too. It yeah. does, yeah. yeah you can yeah. mix it up what you're putting on each one. Mm-hmm. And I, I got to say, your kids is, have been exposed to so many different activities. Just following your mm-hmm. page, um, as I have. Um, I know recently you got that that Kenai River boat, and you guys just yep. been out there just oh, yeah. just slaying slaying them out there on the Kenai. <laughs> it's just amazing they don't know how see. lucky they are. I mean, I grew up with a little, a lot less, but we still mm-hmm. were happy. Sure, but, but you know we've evolved, and you know things are better now than they were when we were kids. But we still had fun. But um, they have so many opportunities to try and do everything, um, and it. Yeah, we're just having fun. That's the best. That's the best. Yeah, we didn't grow up with all that stuff, but you still get out there and, and get out on those activities and 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 when you're young, you, you didn't know, know you didn't know you didn't better. know you didn't yeah. know. Until so we you had a canoe, up. like getting <laughs> you know, and we but we did everywhere. Yeah. I remember doing the Tangle Lakes, and mm-hmm. my parents are big outdoor people. We moved up. We moved up here because my parents came up for their graduation uh, college trip, and then they they're from Oregon, and then they said that we're staying. We're this moving. is it. So, yeah. yeah, that little history that was me is that then they moved up here. Um, I was born in Oregon. I'm Mexican by blood. 
I was just going to ask what your ethnicity yeah, is. Yeah, I can be anything. Whatever you want me to be. That's, yeah. that's where I am. Where I am. Uh, you just blend in everywhere. But yeah, I, yeah. Uh, so, and then my parents are white, though, like like our friend Jack and Rick here. <laughs> so, yeah, Rick Fifield? Uh, yeah. Sorry, I forget Rick. Mr. Fifield, the famous one. But anyway, Brandon. Uh, so they um, but they were put it in for an adoption. They're like, hey, we got this brown kid. Do you want him? My mom's like, yeah, we'll take him. So at two weeks old, I moved to Alaska. Oh. And I've lived here ever since. So, and my parents were big into outdoors. It this, it's funny. The story is like, I'm like, Dad, how come we don't hunt? And he's like, It's too much work. Because, but we had, you know, sheep, goat, moose, caribou, nice everywhere. And I'm like, How come we don't do this? Yeah, it's too much work. And they oh. did, it, but they did it all, you know. And then they stuck to fishing. So I, I grew up fishing a lot. Where did you guys go as your little? We did uh, a lot of remote flow trips. I told you about this along. My parents, some of the rivers we did, we end up in a village in western alaska yeah and they'd be like how did you get here like people weren't doing it uh-huh. we would do it with rafts and paddles yeah and i remember as a kid you know this is there's no nice stuff yeah my sleeping pad was the my fold-out life vest oh yeah you know, yeah. That's, yeah that's what i slept on yeah. and uh you know you fish with oaky drifters and yeah. we would make our own lures i mean stuff that seemed i didn't realize how kind of rusty yeah but that's what we did yeah. to make it work, to be affordable. Because uh-huh. we didn't have a lot. But if you were frugal and kind of made it right, you, yeah. you could do it. Yeah. And you couldn't buy your own lures because you lose so many. And, it, totally. Know. So we did yeah. a lot of that growing up. And yeah. Tangle Lakes and stuff and all kinds of outdoor stuff. And then um, I got into sports. I thought I was going to be a professional baseball player. So, you know, because I heard you guys talking about how that age where the, you're, the kid quit going to camp. And I'm like, that's what that was me. I was like, I'm, no, I can't go anywhere. I got to play baseball. Yeah, it's like, uh, it's 13, like 13, 14. Yeah, exactly. Like, like eighth grade, wanna, ninth grade. Yeah, I don't want to get behind. So yep. I stopped doing all my outdoor stuff. Then fast forward. I done with college. Done, And I'm like, okay. Mid 20s now. Somewhere around there. But I ran yeah. a baseball team, men's league team forever. And we thought we were competitive. We traveled outside, go down to California, play tournaments, and get our teeth kicked in. But it was fun. Oh, you I know. bet the party yeah. was a good old time. No, we didn't party. No. But you know, all these experiences, and, and I had, I have older kids. My my oldest daughters. Well, I can't say their age; they'll be mad at me. But they're older, and uh, they're adults, and they're working. And um, so then I found myself a young parent with kids and then I was done with sports and so now what am I going to do? My parents are like, Oh, you know, we, we have a play in the Kenai. We're down here all summer. I'm like, you are, you know, I just, you just, yeah. come on down. So I started going back every August after sports were over mm. and just started slaying, you know, back to where I was fishing. I was a nut. I'd get up five in the morning. I've got to be silver fishing, yeah. take a nap, go back out, trout fish. I mean, I did all that crazy stuff. Now I just kind of relax and enjoy it. Yeah. That's it cool. seems like, um, you do all that stuff as you're growing up with your dad or your family, and then you become a young man in your teens, and you're out there chasing chasing girls, and you kind of get away from it a little mm-hmm. bit. Yeah. At least mm-hmm. I did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're going to school, and you, maybe you think you're playing, like I played soccer, and you played baseball, mm-hmm. and you were playing football, and mm-hmm. you think that maybe there's a chance. 
at least for a scholarship mm-hmm. or whatever. So yeah, you're pushing hard. You don't want to miss the tournaments. Yeah. You're hanging out mm-hmm. with your friends. Yeah. Your parents are still going to go out and go fishing and camping, yep. and you're going to hang out with your... You left out with, the girls. But yeah, 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 no, yeah, well, the, the girls, <laughs> yeah. You're hanging out with the <laughs> chicks and all that. And then, and then after you're done with all that and you're, and you're done with school and you're done with college and you realize, like, okay, well... What am I going to do now? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, I can't yeah. be still going to the Pioneer Bar. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yep. When you're at a certain yeah. point, you're like, man, I got to go back out to what you used to do. Yeah. And so it's almost, I actually feel bad because I have a lot of friends that never really had that initial where their families would take them out to yeah. do these things. Mm-hmm. And I almost felt to me like it was up to me to take these people mm-hmm. that had never done it because they're like, well, what are you doing this? Well, I'm just hanging out. They're not going out anymore. There's no more parties. There's no yep. more like hitting the, the bars up and all that stuff. And yep. it's like, well, I'm going to the Kenai or I'm going to Homer. Or I'm going to yep. go do this it's way better than Netflix. Yeah. Uh, way better. Well, they didn't even have Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and so then as you introduce these people yeah. and it's like, you almost re, re fall in love with it. Yeah, Definitely. you know what I'm saying, and then and then once you have your family, like you want to show your kids that love of all these things that you did, and obviously you do it a little bit better. Um, you know, now we're not putting my our kids in in the in the life vest pad. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's everything's gotten a little yeah, bit better. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, yeah. and so you just think like, man, you hope that your children. You obviously, it's pretty sad to know, which like as as your children are growing up, they're, they're about the same age as mine, eight and ten. Like there's going to be a point here in about five years where like they're not going to want to come with dad. No. They no. don't want to come like, with dad. They don't want to come out with the mm-hmm. family. You know what I'm saying? It'll be just me and the wife to go out and continue to do that. But guess what? In about seven years they after that, back. they're going to come back and come be back. like, oh, dad, mm-hmm. can I borrow that trailer? You know what I'm saying? Can I borrow that drift boat? Can I borrow that raft? My, my big kids are have come back. And uh, it, nothing it makes me happier, you know, to have these oh, my daughters coming back and say, you know, we're coming down. We want to catch reds. Man. Where were we for the last five years? Yeah. You know, but now they're in it. They're like, when's it coming? They do that. When's it? They come out fish around the trout opener. They'll come that weekend after because the trout openers, that's my day. Like, mm-hmm. you know, but they'll come and, and they have all these memories that they remember now and they're coming yeah. back to them. Because yeah. that's really exactly what happened to me. Yeah. You know, forgot all about it, chasing, you know, girls and sports and having a good time. Yeah. And then you're like, wait a minute, this is not how I want to live. Yeah. And you start to remember what all the fun stuff you used yeah. to do. Yeah, your priorities so, yeah. your priorities change. Yeah. Well, you brought up yeah. memories and that's the main thing mm-hmm. is to instill those memories in your kids where eventually they're like, "Oh, you know what? I remember we used to come out here mm-hmm. back when yeah. I was back when I was little or I remember sleeping here and I remember yeah. this bend or I remember this I fell in the water here, or, yeah. you know, things like that." Whereas in the moment as a dad, sometimes you're like man, they're not enjoying it as a kid. You're, you're kind of making them come out and they're cold and they're miserable and all that stuff. But those are the moments where they're like, man, I remember that time that we froze out there on this Oh, they thing. totally remember. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they do. <laughs> My daughters, I took them on a remote float trip, 10-day float trip out. Wow. Where'd you go? Uh, the Connect Talk. That's one of our favorites. It was the Connect real po- Talk? Connect Talk, yeah. It's a real popular one, and I can say it. That's why I don't say it. It doesn't matter. There's, but when we did it, it wasn't popular. Uh-huh. But so I brought my kids out there. They were seven. I have twin girls, so they were seven, and I think the oldest was nine. And it was a ten-day float. Uh, guides do it in like five days, but we take our time. And after night one, my daughters are like, "We want to go home." <laughs> oh man! And I said, "Look, here's the deal. We got ninety-five miles to go. There's only so fast we can go. We can't go home." Yeah. And they had that look with me, and then they're like, "Okay." 
and then they they had a blast the whole the rest of the whole time. Awesome. And they just the, switch gears. Oh yeah, like they, they, you know, yeah. yeah. I want I want to go home sometimes too, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you just gotta suck it up. You know, yeah, right. you I mean, yeah, we've all been on that trip. I just want to go home. Oh man, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. And then just Hell like yeah. fight it off. Like yeah. oh, trust me, like. Walking out on a hunt, like or what? You with a pet full pack, you're like, I want to go home. Why am I doing this? <laughs> Why did I sign up for this? <laughs> yeah, so. But well, those are the ones you remember. Yeah. Oh dude. no, yeah. like oh, you don't remember yeah. the time everything went well no. and everything was yeah. perfect and that? the weather was nice. <laughs> when does that? <laughs> No, yeah. you remember the time where you were miserable and you were sick mm-hmm. and you were in the tent and it was pouring rain and you broke your Something this broke. or that, yeah. and, you know, yeah. and that's yeah. the one you remember. Well, and what I think about too is, um, and I'm sure. Someone's gonna have it's gonna happen down the line with your kids where they went out with you on that float and they probably learned how to start a fire or they probably learned when someone falls in the water to get them out and get their clothes off and get dry clothes on and get them dry or just those like little outdoor learning experiences where like they'll go out with their friends where there isn't really any adults or 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 like seasoned vet type adults where something's going to go wrong and like your kid's going to kind of know how to handle the situation or have been in a situation or experienced a trip with their parents or friends. You know what I mean? Like they're going to, they're going to know how to start. Like I always think to myself, like I want my daughter to go out in a, you know, say she has a boyfriend, that's a city slicker or something. Yeah. Like she'll show this fool how to start a fire. Right. You know, she'll show this guy how to skin a caribou. Mm. You know what I mean? There's like, I want, to make sure there's these like skills instilled in them yeah. where they, they know at least like if they're out with a group of friends on a camping trip in Seward and nobody knows how to start a fucking fire. She's like, I got yeah, this, yeah. you know? And like step back, they learn that in those trips, those moments yeah. and those things that like, they're not thinking it's a big deal. But well, even then, if they don't know that they're learning them, they're learning yeah, them. Yeah, yes. And then, it's like, funny. riding a bike, you once you come work, back, yeah. they're going to yeah. be like, oh, yeah. I know what to do. I, like, it's funny you just say that, but, you know, our, our kids probably know how to start a fire. We take, that's, like, normal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember being in Seward, what, like, these people, and they took the whole, the saran wrap of cars thing and just put the whole thing in the fire pit <laughs> like that. With a fire with like foil on it. And they're like, it started for a second and they're just like, they're baffled that it wouldn't catch on fire. Like, I mean, they didn't even like, uh, but there's that. That's the other level. They don't yeah. Like, know. Yeah. Yeah. They said so firewood. Far. Should burn. Yeah. Fire right up. Yeah. I just put this whole bottle of propane or uh lighter oh, fluid on it. On there? Yeah. 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 It, it didn't go. You need the one with like the kindling in the bottom <laughs> and the fire dura flame in the middle, and then they're all stacked like uh, a pyramid, You know what? You know, whatever. That's actually already. a really good idea. If someone actually sold yeah. the bundle but had like attached with it the kindling. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you could just throw up. Yeah. It you in ha- there. Well, you have like the little kindling, then you have the little sticks, and then you have the bundle where yep. you could just light the top. And, and the Dura flames like in the middle. There you go. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got to start with that Utah wood, though. Oh, the, the Utah wood. wood? You guys know about that boxwood? Mm mm. You oh, don't know dude. about the boxwood? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm an old guy. <laughs> I, I can't. I can't tell <laughs> about boxes and wood. Uh, yeah. I, I know. I can't tell you where to get it because it's like my little secret. I, oh, okay. I, I like hoard it and buy it, and anyway, you can buy wood that's pre-boxed out of Utah, oh. and I don't know what or how they make this wood so dry and perfect, but in the huh. bottom, when you open up the box, it's a box, and they've got the wood perfectly stacked, 
and it's um, instead it's, of the bundle that's like tough mm-hmm. to pack yeah, and yeah, something, yeah. they found it's a way like a to crate. get the exact pieces that fit in this box yeah. every single time. And every time I go out, Brandon, I was like, he's like, you know, I got a couple boxes of that Utah wood. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, let's burn those fucking Mormon woods. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it, what I like to do with it is I like to get because um, I'm always banking on either the wood I have or someone bringing wood that's wet yeah if it was seasoned cool but it probably got wet or yeah. I, I don't know man you just you dude fucking the wood firewood the gets always wet. wet gets wet in alaska that's like i don't care if you got good wood so you can at least get your fire started with yeah. this really dry boxed wood and then you can add to it sure uh, and or you can save it to start your fires every day or if you're trying to just cook food on it it's like dry and clean bug free mm-hmm. um but it's pretty cool you can pull it out of the box and then in the bottom is like the little thin strips that you can take a, a hatchet and just kind of cut up kindling and get the fire started, but it's pretty sweet. And it's cardboard box, so you can use that awesome. as well. As the starter. As the starter, yeah. 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 yeah, they really thought it out. And the coolest thing is that thing is exactly a box, mm-hmm. like, you know, th- about, you know, eight inches tall by, you know, two feet. yeah, by... So you can pack it exactly perfect. where you want it to go. If you know you're going on your boat or you're going mm-hmm. on the four-wheeler, like, yeah. it'll fit exactly. You can fit two or three right there, so it's good to go. And it's not getting, like, debris in your boat. Like, I'm pretty OCD, mm-hmm. so when you, like, yeah. hey, I got a truck full of wood we're going to throw in your boat, I'm like, whoa, 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 let's put a tarp <laughs> down, stack it in here, wrap it up. I'm like, I can't be getting all this, like, debris and getting in my fucking bilge pump and shit. I got to make sure it's... Yeah. <laughs> you got to do the courtesy the tap as you get in the boat. <laughs> yeah. whoa, whoa. Yeah. Kick your boots off. Kick your boots off. <laughs> but yeah, you know, you gotta keep it clean. It makes the day home after uh after boat trips suck. Getting mm-hmm. all that shit out. Can you order a pallet of that wood? I wonder. I looked into it. <laughs> <laughs> well, how about how about the comparison of the bundle of wood that sucks at Mapco? Yeah. Versus that box wood. Yeah. About reasonably the same price? Yeah, it's like eight bucks a box. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. No, yeah, really but good. I mean, it's like, but again, you don't, you just need to take like one or two with you with your other wood. Yeah, and then just to fill in. You got it. Yeah. Yep. Do you have to show your Mormon card? I haven't had to <laughs> yet. But no, I, I, I looked into the pallet thing, but you got to be like a, like a, um, podcast, like a commercial vendor <laughs> to purchase it, like that bulk. Yeah. I was like, yo, I just want a pallet sent to my house. It's been yeah. stocked up for like three years. That's right. Yeah, I got shot down. Mm. Yeah. I want to go back to uh, AK Pipes. And, oh, and, and, yeah. and, uh, what's up with that, bro? <laughs> uh, well, it actually, you would think I could have changed it by now, but back in a while, a long time ago, we would um, we uh, played uh, fantasy hockey. Mm. Oh, and they're like, "Hey, Jerry, you can play." I'm like, "I don't know what I'm. I don't. Why would I do that? Well, just give put in fifty bucks. Don't worry about it." And so basically, <laughs> what I did, and, and I look and I see everybody. They all have these cool names, you know, whatever, and. I'm like, whoa, what's that? Pipes. Yeah, man, between the pipes. Yeah, that's me. I'm going to be AK Pipes. Yeah. <laughs> so the, yeah, that's so I know. I wish there was a better story, but I tell my kids it's because I have big guns. And it's like, <laughs> oh, you, know, it you know, whatever. And it's just what, you, but it's, it's, I just never went back and fixed it because yeah. that's too much. Effort. Well, the funny thing is, is that like when you even go to like search, if you're going to search someone on Instagram, you can either put what you think their username <laughs> is. Yeah. <laughs> or you can put what their real name yeah. is, and hopefully it pops up. Yeah. But his real name is AK Pipes too. So <laughs> mysterious. Yeah. Like, yeah. So like, uh, I'm like Trent. I'm like putting in Trent. I'm putting in Taylor. I was like, nothing's uh, popping up. 
I keep forgetting what this guy's name is, and I got to go back and like find a, a picture uh, you liked or a picture I liked of his to find out what yeah, his name yeah. is to see what what Trent's doing this week because Trent is a busy, busy guy. Try to big be. time, yeah, yeah. You know, everyone's like, yeah, do you work? And I'm like, yeah, I just work on a different schedule. I <laughs> yeah. mean, and you know, so the history of you know, like our, our businesses, we've been in business for like it's coming on 50 years next year. 50 years, 50, yeah. Nice. Wow, congratulations. Yeah, so, and I've been involved in the business for 30-something, since 91 is when they I was officially hired. Mm-hmm. I had been fired a couple times before that. <laughs> that's a, that's a big oh. joke. <laughs> you know, because that was when I was just a kid. And then, so, I was in 91, I was 21, and finished my baseball career and whatever, and my parents got like, out of college. They're like, yeah, got out. It's called. <laughs> <laughs> uh, get me out of here. So they're like, my dad's like, you want to work for the business? I'm like, well, what? You know, and then fast forward, you know, running things. So, um, but I worked in every position in our business. And, um, but it gives me the freedom. You know, I worked a lot. I mean, people are like, you don't work. I'm like, I used to work 16, 18 hour days. I was our yeah. own. I was our on call. If you called that number, you'd see me. Yeah. I yeah. would show up at your house at two in the morning, f- sucking up your poop or your whatever cleaning up yeah. that's what i did and i was like and my dad was like oh my son you're getting paid overtime I'm like dad i haven't a day i had a day off in 40 days you know like yeah you'd work your regular shift go home you'd get a call you'd have to go out so i've you know i've earned my stripes so nice that justifies me not working as much but sure. i still believe that i put it isn't that the whole point though yeah. really absolutely yeah, yeah. You know, and, you end, and you end up knowing your business and the people so well that you can do what you want to do during the day we have guys who worked for me for for me 20 years you know that not my parents and there's guys who worked for my parents so we work really hard i was embedded into me is to take care of your people because they'll take care of you and yeah you can do everything but you don't have to that's right and if you pay people a little bit more to stick around so you don't have to that's even better yeah you know so they're doing better i'm having more freedom and they're really these days you're a phone call away a text away yeah or, and absolutely you're always available right yeah but there's I mean, there's i empower our guys my people pretty well and they all know their boundaries of what to do there's been several guys who've worked for me who said do you know how many people say are you mr taylor and i'm like well why is that because like, you act like you know what you're doing and you can do whatever you want and they're like well i kind of can yeah so yeah i did yeah. that job about 18 years ago right like yeah. you did what they're doing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And yeah, it's well, I think that makes a good business owner where it's you've done every single part of your business. Yep. Like this isn't the first time I'm telling you to show you how to do this because guess what? I have cut ten thousand pounds of onions or yeah. I have yeah. made, you <laughs> yeah. know, fifty fifty million cans of cider. Mm-hmm. So now it's your turn mm-hmm. because guess what? I want to go fishing. Yep. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. My uh my wife uh said the coolest thing of about that and uh she calls it sweat equity. Mm. I don't yeah. know if anybody's heard that term oh, before. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah I, 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 at the time, I didn't hear it. Um, but that's that when you say earn your stripes, that's what that means to me. Yeah. Is that you, you put in the blood, sweat, and tears, put the equity in, and now you're withdrawing out of it oh, yeah. because now you have that free time because mm-hmm. you put in that hard work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, so is there, there one guy, is there one guy that answers that call at night, or do you have a multiple of guys? We rotate, but... You, you rotate? Yeah, there's an on-call staff for every office, and they rotate. Mm. Um, but they're awesome, because that is the hardest part of the job. And, you know, some, you know, the carpenters make fun of the water techs. And I'm like, you're not getting called out at 2 in the morning. 
Yeah. You know, they <laughs> yeah. are, and they're doing it with a smile on their face. And it's hard. Like I did it for 10 years, Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, cause I, I needed to, I had a young family and I needed all the money I could get. Yeah. You know, let's face it back then I was a junior junior. I wasn't making much. Yeah. So I made money by going out on, you can make more money going on calls, making overtime. Yeah. So I did it. And it's probably, it is one of the harder. So I have the most respect for the, the water emergency guys on, or any emergency guys yeah. when they do that, because it's taken away from your family. Yeah. It's, it's mm-hmm. unplanned. You know, you can't be partying. So when you're on call, you're It's ours. like you're working. Yeah. Yeah, we pay them for that. Yeah. You know, yeah. and then they get an additional for going out. But it's a grind. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure it is. Absolutely. And you, you can't, it takes away from like your planning and yeah, getting you away for the summer. It mm-hmm. just affects every asset aspect of your yep. life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those guys are troopers. Yeah. And it's up to them to figure out a way to balance it, right? Oh, yeah. The ones that still have a quality of life mm-hmm. and that. You got to balance it out. You can't make it all work. You can't make it all play. You got to like find the the even yeah. keel side. Yeah. yeah. You guys have an on call cider guy? Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think you're looking at him. <laughs> yeah. all, all the guys actually are pretty much like on call on their own. I'm though. fresh out, Tangy. I need a I need a I need another case. Yeah. They're, 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 habits. They're try pretty, get out there they're pretty damn good though about like the stuff in-house so like because we've built everything automated so we can see it online we've made our own html pages and stuff so we can see like tank temperatures and stuff and they'll get their ass in there on their own on a, you know their own initiative if they're the one that sees an issue mm-hmm. it's not like oh you know the temperature in this tanker is going up like someone gets in there and does it Oh, they're not like, I see a problem, I got to call this guy. Yeah. They see the problem, they know how to fix it themselves. Yeah, they go handle in. it. Yeah. So everyone has that skill set and everyone kind of has that same urgency and takes initiative, which I'm really fortunate. It's, you know, you treat your people right. Mm-hmm. You make sure they're all trained. They all have the right skills. Yep. They all have that same urgency. Um, and then uh, they have pride in what they do. And when, when people aren't showing up and they're making that phone call, you know, like something's wrong. Like, it's like, okay, what, what's changed mm-hmm. in the last couple of months? Let's, let's yeah. have a talk. Yeah. Well, we were talking about before we started the recording on how difficult it is as any business owner to, in this last couple of years, to just have people that are showing up every day to work. I yeah. mean, obviously, tailored restoration has come across the same problem, right? Yeah, I think, you know, looking back, and I think we're very grateful that actually we were considered an essential business and we, were, and we didn't have to close. Right. So we were, mm-hmm. if we would have shut down, I think I would have not got people back because as people see, even people with good jobs, they didn't go back. They went right. somewhere else, found a better opportunity, more money. And, and, and we're kind of a niche trade. So, like, we spend a lot of money training our people. You can't just go out and find another restoration technician. Yeah. Like, there's not guys just right. floating around. You no. might find a carpenter, but even then... There's, we've been advertising for carpenters for a year and a half, two years, and I think we've hired one. And that's, you know, we're offering, we'll just say, come, what do you want? Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. And What's it going to take to have yeah. you on board? Yeah, because we'll say, we'll try you. And if not, they never show up. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely uh, tough times. We, we saw it coming last year, and we slowed down in, in production, and we could only produce so much, so we kind of right-sized. And it's now... Last year, where we struggled more, we're doing the same amount of work, but we're actually making more money because mm-hmm. we didn't have all this extra overhead because we can't produce like we used to. So yeah, we recognized right. that and said, okay, instead of setting goals of getting doing this, let's just, no, we know we can get this much done. Yeah, right. And so that's really what we're doing. And, and I don't need to, I don't need to, you know, set records. I just need to make a decent living, yeah. keep people employed. 
Well, if we're, you're a carpenter mm-hmm. out there, holler yeah. to yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure for somebody. Yep. Yeah. We're we're seeing that big time on the farms right now. It's, it's like anywhere. Yeah. It's over the last three months. I don't know how many people showed up for one day, yep. didn't show up at all, committed, didn't you didn't even hear back from them. Yep. It's just it's uh, across the board, even in the Anchor School District. I mean, we got the gym teachers and the music teachers teaching second grade, fourth grade, fifth grade, because people are just not working. <laughs> you mean like Jack Black? Yeah. That's exactly right. Dude. School of rock, baby. Yeah, that's exactly right, man. It's, I don't know. Everyone just retired. I don't know. I can't retire yet. Yeah, not even close, right? <laughs> When's that going to change? That's what I, I mean, they keep saying, like, I kept hearing, like, oh, okay, well, once the um, the uh, government money stops, yeah. then the people are going to get back to work. And then once mm-hmm. this happens, it's going to get back to work. But it's like, that's already happened. Yeah. yeah. Like, what's, I yeah. don't understand where all these people are at. Josh, Josh over at Serrano's has that awesome Serrano's food truck. It's just sitting there. He can't mm-hmm. staff it. Yep. I mean, it's just unbelievable. Yeah, that's insane. People are dude. still eating. Yeah, mm-hmm. people are still eating. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, but I don't get it. I mean, I think it's just going to be a slow adjustment back to, I don't know if it's really going to be back to where it was maybe five, ten years ago. I, I mean, think we need a new uh, mindset. We need to, like, yeah. get get some younger people in that, like, have a different mindset. Like, hey, actually, I want to do some cool shit. I want to make some money. I want to do something with my, my life instead of just kind of like, oh, this weekend I'm going to Austin City Limits, but not on my parents' money, just whatever, with yeah. you know, the government money, whatever they're doing. And, uh, like, actually show up at fucking work. Yeah. Well, I think mm-hmm. a positive side of it is people has actually found a value to their time and a value to them leaving their home to go do whatever job it is. And they've decided, like, this is not valued to me to go teach this or to go be a, a tech or a carpenter or a cider guy. And so they're, they're maybe waiting to decide on what they want to do or start their own business or something like that, yeah. which is... That, that's just maybe my opinion on what I think. Like there's a lot of young people that are in their twenties that realize, you know what, maybe it's not the move to, to go work for this other company yeah. and, and work your way up and, and work your way to, to be vested and all that, you know, where that's might be the old school way. Yeah, yeah. And they're thinking like, maybe I can do something better and they want to be innovative and, and start their own thing, which is like, yeah, which is power to them. But, yeah. but a lot of that comes with, with experience of actually going and putting in the hours yeah. and putting into work. Like you don't just start being the boss. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got to actually <laughs> be the guy on call for yeah. 10 years. You got to actually be the guy cutting the onions, the guy yeah. that's at the cidery for yeah. however long before you get there. You don't just be the boss. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's, totally. there's <laughs> 10, 20 years of work that you got to do before you can say that I know what I'm talking about with all this stuff. You Man, know, it doesn't I hope just happen. You're right. I hope you're right. Cause you know? that is like the best half, you know, that's that, that's the glass is full, you know, not even half full kind of response. And I love it. I hope you're fucking right. Well, I hope so. But all of them, that's not going to be correct for everyone. Yeah. 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 I mean, talking to my brother, like he, he's a plumber and he's like, he's the, the youngest plumber and he's about to be 40 right. in the state. <laughs> Yeah. There's like no plumbers. Yeah. It's like he's like, uh, we'll hire anyone. If you want to be a plumber right now, you can go and just start making fifty, sixty dollars an hour right now. Like you don't have to be a YouTuber. You can go be a plumber and guess what? You can still YouTube afterwards. Yeah. yeah and yeah. still have a house and yeah. a car and a right. truck and a sled and a trailer and, and a cabin and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah. Like there's so many trades oh, yeah. that need people. Like all these trades are just lacking youth. Yeah. So if you're a young person listening to this, like 
get after it. Get after it, man. There's yeah. like money to be made. IBW is hiring like crazy. Yeah, right yeah. now. You know, I was talking to the yeah, Peters brothers, like, now's the time. Mm-hmm. You know, my dad forced me to go to IBW interview when I was, like, 18. Yeah. I didn't even know what it was. He's like, this is what you want to do. And I was like, well, I don't think this is what I want to do. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, this is what you want to do. And I go, and I'm in this room with, like, six guys at a table, and I'm like, I have no idea what I'm talking about. And <laughs> luckily, I didn't, like, be that. I mean, but, yeah. but now thinking back, like, if I was that, I'd probably be in a better position that yeah, I am yeah, now. You'd be killing yeah. it. Yeah. I'd be retired. I'd be retired right now. Yeah. He knew that, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, but yeah, I didn't exactly. know that. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it's like as you're as you're as your our kids are growing up, you know, and, and you see my, you know, my kids are on YouTube and looking at things and they want to be this and and that. And I was like, you know what? You gotta start off working hard yeah you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying that work ethic is number one yeah because you don't have that work ethic you're not going to make it no matter what Hell you want to no. do yeah even these guys that are famous youtubers guess what there's hours and hours and hours they of editing that, to make yeah. that stupid eight yeah. minute video that yeah. you saw you know so smash that like button yeah. <laughs> subscribe <laughs> alaska smash it. you know that yeah, doesn't yeah. come just by yeah. saying it you know it takes a little bit of work yeah no there's so uh, there was some there was some hard work that was put into it yeah. You know, time and effort and thought. It didn't just come to you. The thing that I, you know, like what you were talking about, like the ones that are like, well, I'm still figuring it out. Well, how, who's paying for your fucking cell phone bill? Because last I checked, they're not cheap. Yeah. Or your rent. Yeah. Or your Taco Bell every other night. Like, I don't, I mean, that's what I'm wondering. Like, where's this? I don't know, dude. I, I agree with you completely because <laughs> when I, I was at, the only time in my life I felt poor was in college. And, uh, yeah, no cell phone, ramen noodles, had to win fucking uh, darts to get beer, and these motherfuckers are going to Austin City Limits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Well, let's be fair. Like, my two daughters are doctors now, so. Oh, I'm not oh, talking yeah, about. So they're going to that. Oh, I'm not. Okay. I, I was just kind of kidding about Oh, yeah. But, yeah, there's people like, yeah, I buy chicken legs yeah. in the 24-pack so yeah. because that's what you could afford. Yeah. And a yeah. sack of potatoes. Yeah. Like. But that's how you lived. Yeah. You lived on a budget. Yeah. Well, I think you gain a lot of like life equity by going through that struggle of being poor, not having, not being able to eat what you want to eat by having to have top yeah. ramen. Mm-hmm. You can't go to this concert. You can't go to this show because you can't afford it. Yeah. You know, and that yeah. actually builds a character and that builds work ethic within you where eventually once you decide on this business that you want to do, it just advances your thought on how to do this and your ability to make it happen mm-hmm. yeah for sure well, if you want it bad enough you have to earn it yeah yep. so, so trent my my joke about austin sound limits was because a couple weeks ago in the cidery uh-huh. there were some of these kind of younger people that just, didn't have just, jobs and that, they're going to that that just yeah. put a van on a bus or a, a van on a barge because we had another guy in the cidery who actually has a job doing the same thing going down to Austin City Limits. And I was like, oh, how are you guys paying for this? You know? And they're like, oh. <laughs> so I thought you were here when we were in conversation because I'm going I, to Austin yeah, City Limits. Yeah, I was here for that. <laughs> so, so. Like, you were here. Yeah, he I, wasn't yeah, here yeah. when yeah. we talked about that. Or no, yeah, no, when we, no, no he we was, just started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay, okay so that's right. no, that wasn't a, a, yeah, a, a no. plan, a attack. That's on, right. on you for sure. No, well, I mean, like, I'm all for like young twenty year olds. Go experience that. Go have fun. Oh, you know sure, what I'm saying? Go, course, yeah. go to Spring Break '98. Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Panama City. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just age myself. That was a funny story. That was a good story. Yeah, but get a job. Yeah, that's right. 
Yeah, no, I agree. There's, there's, it's very tough to find people with work, work ethic. And even like you said, now the employees that you get, I'm, I'm scared to like push them because then I might quit. Yeah, so like, right. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm at, you know, I have a business coach and I'm like, man, am I just outdated? Like, yeah. are my expect expectations are too high? And all these people who like want to work from home and I'm like, should I let them? Is this just the new way it is? I have to be more flexible. And I'm, I'm pretty yeah. flexible, but you know, sometimes it's like, oh, you know, when somebody says, oh, I just, I'm having a mental break. I need to work from home for three weeks. I'm just like, <laughs> okay. And, you know, I, sure. I wrap my head around and I say, yeah, okay. And yeah. they're like, okay, but it's not going to happen for three weeks. Cause I, I, I'm planning that. I'm like, I thought you were having a mental breakdown. Isn't that like right now? Like, <laughs> yeah. are, are you planning to have it's one? It's like an like, urgent you know, matter. I but, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, like, uh, and I'm like, it's not scheduled, Brandon. Oh, okay. <laughs> but that, that I know it's just like, yeah. and I have to say, okay, yeah, because I don't want to lose them. I can't yeah. afford to lose anybody. I the thing well, I you say care most, about them too. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah, <laughs> frequently is don't get burned out. Mm-hmm. If you if you are getting to a point where you feel like you're burned mm-hmm. out, let's have a talk. Yep. Because it's yeah. like I don't want to lose good yeah, people, and I want to keep them happy at work. I want to keep positive attitude. That's my, I say, hey, if you ever get to the point where you're ready to quit, come see me first. Yeah. Yeah. Before you get to yeah. that oh, line totally. where you're about to jump off and be like, we can change it. We can yeah. fix it. Yep. Yeah, exactly. I like, had that happen on Friday. Someone that scheduled a meeting with me came in and they're just done. And it wasn't at the cidery. It was at our downtown location. But I was just like, man, we could have been talking about this. And there, it, you lose out on all these other opportunities hey. too. Because when people are getting frustrated, there there's so many opportunities to learn that can benefit everybody. Oh, yeah. And so it, I felt like a huge failure on that because we didn't learn. We didn't take that opportunity. First, that person shouldn't felt the way that they felt. And second, I, we missed out on opportunity not only to fix it for him, but everyone else. Yeah. And there's no other, now that he's going to be gone, there's not going to have that same urgency to fix that issue. Mm-hmm. I just see that as a total bummer. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's tough walking that line. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Of like being a, 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 a boss or a, you know what I'm saying? An owner of a business that's trying to give someone an opportunity, but you don't want them to leave. It's, it's like a tightrope. Yeah. You know? All right. Enough about work. Yeah. Yeah. This is what gives me a headache. <laughs> but when you were saying something about Carlo, and it, uh, it's so funny, like how you just have to pay attention to who you're talking to, who you know. I don't remember if I texted you or something, but uh, we we're fishing on the Kenai, and we have our spot set up. There's a bunch of these, these, this guy in a camp was pulling out, and it's like where we were fishing, and this other boat comes in, hey, are you guys done leaving? I'm like, yeah, but we're fishing. He's like, oh, I don't care. I just want to camp. I'm like, oh, here we go. And I'm like, it's Johnny who works with Carlo. Oh, Johnny B? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, and so and he's like, oh, you guys need something. And we start talking. He's like, yo, you know Daniel? Oh, yeah. And I'm like, guy we know. So yeah. he he held the fishing hole for us all weekend in the middle of red season. Like, Oh, man. So like I if I would have, you know, but if I would have, you know go ahead man i'm yeah. not camping here i'm just fishing here and yeah. he's like come back tomorrow whenever you want 
Johnny's it, such a good guy. Oh, was, he still texts me pictures every once in a while of like moose and fish. He goes, "Oh, Carlo yeah. caught this rainbow." He's a cool dude. Johnny's Johnny yeah. saved me on a. I should have called Taylor, but Johnny came <laughs> through on a on a on a uh, water water deal mm-hmm. at my house, dude. Christmas, no oh, one's around. Yeah, just, literally yeah, like Christmas Eve. Yeah. And Carlos like, I'm in Greece, call Johnny. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I told Johnny, and I'm like, man, I got to call this guy, man. <laughs> he's like, I'll be there in an hour. Yeah. What a guy, dude. Yeah, he's I, a good dude. And he hasn't even called back like the favor, dude. I'm like, yeah, whatever yeah. you want, dude. Yeah. Like, yeah. You just call me and say, hey, I need to move whatever dude yeah. Just yeah. Like yeah. anything you need man i'm gonna be there yeah i'm bringing my kids and I we're gonna 40 go hot dogs <laughs> yeah. Dude, yeah. you got it's it dude way. whatever dude you got your, your son's wedding or whoever dude. just let me know dude 2 a.m i'm gonna be there with yeah. the hot i'm dogs, surprised dad. carlo didn't say just to youtube it he did <laughs> <laughs> no he did he did he's like hey i can't help you but get on youtube yeah, yeah that's actually he said that to sworn to secrecy last night dude sworn he's like over here tell him on this guy on our hockey team and he's telling him about some water problem he's like well did you youtube it <laughs> he's like well yeah you told me to youtube it but i, I don't know he's like well i'll just send you a picture Jeez. of what you need and just youtube it and you'll be good uh, that's awesome <laughs> he's like i'm so busy uh well let's take a quick real quick bake uh break sorry uh, Serrano's Mexican Grill. Since 2008, Serrano's is Anchorage's own generation of old casino. Their menu so- showcases the passion and love of their rich heritage and unique family recipes that have been passed down through generations. Serrano's goal is to embrace and display traditional flavors using the best ingredients that are available. They focus on making everything from scratch daily. In-house menus include handcrafted corn tortillas, serrano salsas, carne asada, marinades, and chorizo. But don't take their word for it. Experience the tradition and sabor for yourself. Location on Tudor and Northern Lights. They got the tequila bar at Northern Lights. Check out their daily specials at serranosmexicangrill.com. Having a leak in the middle of the night? Call Taylor Restoration, 24-hour emergency home services, helping Alaskans restore their dreams since 1972. Services include fire, water, mold, post-emergency cleaning, repair, and remodeling. Burst pipes, overflowing toilets, downed trees, fires, pet accidents, and vandalisms. Vandalism. Taylor... <laughs> Taylor has an emergency response <laughs> number with trained respo- professionals available to help you at any time of day or apart. night. Give them fire. a call in Anchorage, <laughs> Eagle River, Matsu, or Fairbanks, or hit them up at tailoredrestorationalaska.com. You made it, Jack. You made it. <laughs> I got Trent right in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> the pressure was not on at all. That was my one failure. All year. <laughs> what do you know about that treehouse over there, though, Trent? I, 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 I might know something about that place. Uh, yeah, you went and checked it out? Uh, maybe. Yeah, it's a nice shop, though, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it is. The Treehouse AK, your one-stop dispensary located at 341 Boniface Parkway. Be sure to ask the bud tender about their deal of the day because, honestly, there's always something good on deck. And, guys, listen. This is where the culture lives. At the Treehouse, their dedication to servicing consumers has been developed through a lifetime involvement in the cannabis culture. They're committed to providing the highest quality products at whatever value your budget affords while always maintaining the deep, rooted principles that have carried them this far. Their focus is on relationships over transactions, and you can always depend on them to treat you with the respect you deserve. Hit them up at thetreehouseak.com. You must be 21 years of age to enter the store. So, uh, 
Jack will be back in a minute. I want to make sure we stay on track for that uh, trivia. trivia. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's been, been a, it's been a while for the yeah. trivia. Actually, let me pull up that uh, sweet trivia music. So, Trent, you, you follow and listen to majority of the podcasts. Uh, I'm I've sure listened to probably 80% of them. So okay. Yeah. So, you realize our trivia game is pretty weak? Yeah. <laughs> you guys don't get no, many I mean, right. Here's the <laughs> no, That's what I know. So, here's the beauty of it. Jack's trivia <laughs> questions are awesome. I know. Trivia answers are, are not horrible. <laughs> yes, I agree. And we're all lifelong raised like blue blood Alaskans. Yeah. No, and you'd I, think we'd know like the acreage of, you know, Wrangell, St. Elias. Dude, and I pride myself <laughs> on knowing Alaska history. And I took so many Alaska history classes. And all I read is history things yeah, and pioneer and stuff. And, <laughs> and, dude, I just, too much treehouse, man. I, I can't absorb all this. Maybe, maybe it's stage fright. Maybe. Oh, maybe that's what it is. That's what it is. Uh, All the know, bright man. lights in here. Are yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it, for sure. That's it. The crowd of three for you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I don't know, man. There's, like, so much shit you do know that, like, like who cares? And then there's, like, the stuff that, like, you don't know how tall this mountain is? Like, I, no, I don't know. Or <laughs> however, however long I'm, the river is. I, I don't know. I agree. That I'm, um... I'm a skim reader, you know, and I, oh. you know, like I kind of talk, I don't, yeah. I don't get into the nitty gritty of stuff. I understand. Yeah. I've been there. I know where it's at. And I, I'm, I've, I listen to the trivia too, and I would struggle, you know, yeah, I, I, mean, I, struggle. I don't know. It's not like, uh, well, we're going to see how hard you struggle. Here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got to go to the bathroom. I got to go to the bathroom. Okay. All okay. right. Well, well, when Trent's gone, I'm going to, I'm going to give these guys a couple of easy ones. Just, just uh, warm them up. Uh, oh, okay. I'm done. Well, Trent, around here, you got to earn that hoodie. You know what I mean? So All right. see what you got. All right. <laughs> so we do have a reward tonight, uh, a prize. Ooh. We're doing uh, local greens. So this was harvested today um, from our hydroponic farms. And spicy so, greens, huh? Yeah, this is spicy. So it's seven different lettuces and then uh, some mustard greens and some wasabi arugula in that. That's actually my mm. favorite thing you guys produce. Yeah, you can eat it right out of the bag. You don't need any. Uh, is that what makes it spicy is that wasabi arugula? And the mustard greens. Hmm. Oh, has that like hot like on the back of your throat? Like oh, it's it's just like a wasabi fr- hot front, <laughs> yeah. love me some hot wasabi. right up front, and then the mustard greens is more of like the hot mustards that you get. You guys ever see tart. that? Um, what's that uh, MTV show or the the Spring the, Break ninety eight? No, no, no. The guys did <laughs> Jackass. The, Jackass. Oh yeah, yeah. He, Jackass. He snorted the wasabi. Oh, oh, oh man. I, every God. time Shit. I hear the word wasabi, I think about like no. what it would actually be like. Not good to put that in your nasal cavity. Oh like, my god, dude! It's got to be clear just the COVID right out. <laughs> <laughs> just clear everything out. All right. I got Actually, before you start that, a quick hot tip with that spicy greens at Costco. They sell the pre-cooked chicken packages. That's like, I want to say it's twelve of them, mm-hmm. and they come individually packaged. No, it's well, it's little like chicken breast cut up pieces that are already mm. pre-cooked, ready yeah. to go. And there's like a twelve pack, and they're individually packaged, so it's just a perfect amount. You can just get that, dude. I'll I eat that every single that. time after hockey. Mm-hmm. I will just come home, mm. just put a whole bowl of that. I put the chicken on top, and just like put lime and lemon and salt and pepper, dude, and just love it, dude. That pre-cooked chicken from Costco that comes in those packages, yeah, and it's almost like a um, 
not a Ziploc, but like a little package where you just snap it plastic and it has its own individual ready to go. Like like, like diced up cubed style. No, it's not cubed. It's like really good strip, like you'd get okay. at like on a chicken, like on a cob salad or any kind of thing. It's just there you go. money, yeah. money. Yeah. You didn't uh, put no blue cheese on it. No, I'm I'm not on white sauce. <laughs> I guess <laughs> I problem with white we'll sauce. we'll just continue the update on the mm. local greens. So right now we have uh, 75 subscriptions. We can do 150 year round. Mm, um, so you can come get your greens weekly or biweekly, um, and you can pick you know, lettuces, the spicy green mix, kale, basil, a few other things that we make every once a while. We grow every once in a while, like Swiss chard. But as soon as those are filled, like we, there won't be any more available. So if you want your round greens, come get them. You can sign up online. Local greens last. Oh, so there's a cap. available. Yeah, there's a cap. Once you get to one fifty, that's so it. much. Oh. So yeah, we're trying to you know get, and it's all for the community. You know, this isn't really to. Yeah, now's the time. You pretty much ate all your garden stuff. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know, like or harvested everything you could. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Good to know, Jack. I'm on it. So we're winning the spicy greens. <laughs> yeah. Right. Let's do it. Winning, I want it. I winning want the it. spicy greens. All right. Uh, Alaska has a thriving population of bees. How many species of bumblebees do we have in Alaska? And second part is, how many of those species are only exclusive to Alaska? So, so hold on. Two species parts. of bumblebees. Bees. Bum- okay. Right. So right. natural bees to Alaska, not the ones that they bring up, like honeybees and stuff. And we're not talking about wasps. We're talking about bumblebees, like the ones that we see on the top. Of them. There we go. <laughs> I haven't heard that for a while. Um, I'm gonna gonna go with four, four species species in Alaska of bumblebees, and how many are exclusive to Alaska? I'm gonna say one, one. Remember that bumblebee we saw on the top of the mountain? Oh, I have a good video of that, dude, man. That was crazy, dude. At like five thousand feet, there's this bee up there. One random bee. Yeah, there's those flowers that are the size of like a pen tip, and they're they're pollinating all of them. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I That's saw cool. a bumblebee on a Clutena Lakeside Trail this weekend. Nice. What a bumblebee, badass. I'm a bumblebee. I'm a bumblebee. <laughs> <laughs> Good old Roger, man. It was Roger, right? That was, it was Roger, dude. Uh, he, he called Daniels. my Can-Am is a yellow. My Can-Am is oh, yellow. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and we were having like a, uh, at Camp 360 one night, we did a boys trip and we were having a rap fest, and, you know, at three in the morning, hammered. And Ollie <laughs> it was could a two-way come rap battle. <laughs> <Ollie did>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And all he could come with is like, I'm a, bee, I'm a bee, I'm a bee, I'm a bumblebee, I'm a bee, I'm a bee. Just talking about that. It wasn't his best. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. But your four-wheeler does look kind of like bumblebee-ish. <laughs> fire, fire. I'm it's like a transformer fire. bumblebee type thing going on. Uh, bumblebee species, I'm going to say three mm-hmm. uh, and two are, yeah, the OGs. Trent, what you got? I'm going to go the over. I'm going to say probably eight and three nice so so we have 22 species in alaska and four of them are exclusive to alaska so i saw that's a lot yeah it's a big place trent won it is a big place trent's winning congratulations trent (laughs) (laughs) Four. <laughs> <laughs> this is like I'm taking down I the champions. You, before you came no, in, you skim, you skim read about bumblebees Please, in Alaska. Oh I was like, oh, you got all the meat and potatoes off of it. All right. Wait, 22, you said? Yeah. Holy shit, man. That's crazy. Yeah, we're a big state. We're a big yeah, state. I I know, you, man. Yeah, because if you think about southeast, all the different areas where 
Yeah. Oh, come on, Different man. Climates. You're right. And then, well, and then you have all the stuff in the interior between the, the Alaska range and the Brooks range. And then yeah. you got north of Brooks range. It's a big space. I wonder why. I was surprised mm. when I found that information. Well, how many in general different bumblebees are there? That, Worldwide hundreds? Oh, for sure. Really? You would think. We can break that one out, but I tried to keep it exclusive to Alaska. Yeah. Trivia. Huh. <laughs> He's just making all this oh, shit yeah. up right now, anyhow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, just like, like nobody's gonna call him out. Like, oh, really? Yeah. He must be right. <laughs> no, it's nine thousand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> all right. So they're rare, but there's been four sea turtle species found in Alaska. Can you guys name any of the species? Oh, dude, wow. man, where do you come up with this shit, dude? <laughs> um, I got a new dang. source. It's a good source. Four species of turtles have been found in Alaska. Sea turtles. Sea turtles. Which I didn't even know we had sea turtles. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, how is the water even warm enough that they can even survive? Mm. I'm telling you. <clears throat> I mean, they got to be coming north for some reason. I don't know what they're called, though. I mean, Tortuga? <laughs> uh, hard shell, a hard shell turtle. There you go. That's your guess. <laughs> I don't even know. Um, man, I actually what's that sea on. turtle from uh, Nemo called? Uh, crush, crush, brah, hey brah. Yeah. Oh, he's like brah. He's brah. a surfer, brah. <laughs> it's like, it's like l- I'll let the little guy go over there. Don't worry about him. He's gonna make it back. Um. So first off, uh. There are sea turtles in Alaska? Four. Four of them? Yep. They're rare. Uh, and they've I'm only been spotted the, uh, here. Spotted. Um, I'm going to say the rare southeast. <laughs> Snapping turtle. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with Arge- I, Argentinian turtle. Oh. I don't know why. Okay. Um, but fun fact, like back in the day in the 1800s and stuff like that, when they were exploring the Americas and stuff like that, they would, they would have live turtles and they'd put them in there, in there below the decks and keep them in water and keep them alive. And they would feed on those. So they would have fresh meat oh. as they would go mm. on, um, you know, to, they go on these expeditions yeah. that were months and years long. Yeah. And so they would bring along turtles cause they could feed them fairly easily yeah. and keep them in the hold yep. and then they'd have fresh meat. Mm. That's pretty cool. It's been big turtles to harvest meat off of them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, listen, the Argentinian turtles are big. Argentinian. <laughs> How about those Aleutian chain turtles? That's my answer. Ooh, yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> All right. All right. They're Where's salty. <laughs> so they're only one at, well, I guess two of these. So there's the green, the leatherback. Oh, the oh. That? Leatherbacks are the huge yeah. ones. Yeah. The loggerhead, which I've oh, never I heard knew of. That one too. I and know. then the olive ridley. Oh, yeah. the loggerhead. I knew head. none of that. Yeah. What, what? So they had to be intro. Wait, they'd be introduced, right? No, they they've just they'd been be spotted here. Like they're yeah. lost. They've, yeah. Oh, oh, like they were. They're just probably migrated. North. It's like okay. the cougar in uh, whatever Delta and Nabesna. There's okay. like two cougars that people see. I mean, wouldn't that have to be like uh, like a turtle caught? Like a warm tide of you know, Something, like a yeah, like just following warm water that yeah. circulated mm-hmm. up, and all of a sudden he's you know yeah. dinking around up here in Alaska, chilling somewhere he shouldn't be. 
Yeah. Yeah. Or, or it's getting warmer. Yeah, as it yeah, as there are changes in waters and things yeah, move. That's true. Didn't somebody catch like a tuna in southeast or something like that? Or well they're saying that there there's um um mule deer and stuff coming up. Right. Oh, those in the they're state. in the regulations mm-hmm. now. I yeah. think we talked about that before. In the southeast. Yeah, there are no regulations in terms of like management of mule deer or yeah. whitetails. But they're saying if you do harvest a whitetail or a mule deer in Alaska, to please report it, to please let the authorities know. Yeah. So that they're aware of it. And if you look in the regulations this year in 2020-21. They have mule deer? They actually have a page that says deer in Alaska. And it breaks down, obviously, blacktail that have been here forever. Mm-hmm. But it actually breaks down mule deer, where they've been sighted, information on them, whitetail. There's information on deer for the first time ever in a in a Alaska fishing game regulation book this year. That's so cool. find it. Everybody's probably got a copy laying in the garage yeah. or in yeah. an action packer or in a mm-hmm. boat or something. Well, I, I always wondered how long until those sick of blacktail deer are on hillside. In Anchorage, yeah, they're coming up over you know out of Whittier, coming this way. Yeah, they well, I mean, we sp- they spotted them in Potter's Marsh 15 years ago. I just, I think it's just the harsh winter knocks yeah. them out. What yeah. they need to do is make it over to Homer, where the winters aren't Ooh, as and bad. Those terrible and, hills, and yeah, there. and then they could probably populate there. But they're not. It's the same thing with the pheasant release that they did. Whatever was it the 70s yep. up in um, Hatcher's Pass. They put them in a spot that the snow load was too heavy for pheasants. If they would have put all those and released them down in Homer, there would be a much better chance mm-hmm. for them to yep. a successful release. Yeah. But, I mean, you, you see all that you walk through Kodiak or the sound on a bad snow year or a, or a year where you had uh, uh, a big heavy snow load and then a freeze-thaw cycle and then another heavy snow with a freeze-thaw cycle. And you'll find these little ravines that are close to the water with 100, 200 skeletons in them that, that they can't make it through that snow like a moose can. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. I, I don't see him, you know, surviving in around Anchorage. We just don't have that type of moderate winter. Well, it's getting that way. I think though, I mean, if you think about back when we were little, I mean, the snow was way deeper, That's way true. thicker, way before Halloween every year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But we've also got heavy predation. We've got a lot of bears and coyotes. And, I mean, you get outside up on the hills and there's everything up there. That's true. Bears, wolves, coyotes, fox. I mean, they're thick. They're they're just... Mm. Let's just say they've got a lot working against them to, to, you know, mortality-wise to survive. Let alone the winter, the dark, the cold... You know, big storms. But as snow. things change and as <clears throat> as we've seen as a lifetime living in Alaska, yeah. we're getting way less snow right. in Anchorage, oh, yeah. Anchorage yes. in the South Central Bowl here than yep. we yep. have ever. That's totally true. Mm-hmm. I think the outside of snow, the other big factor they have against them other than predators is that like in Kodiak, in the Sound, they have access to a lot of nutrients on the water line where in Cook Inlet, mm. we have mud flats. Mm. So point. if yep. we had a deep water bay here with a lot of nutrients, absolutely, I think they could do yep. it. They could say yep. no, but mm-hmm. where, where, where is their food source going to come from Once they come when, the when, the, when the snow is here? Like they still got to eat like off tree, tree bark. 
Yeah. And then you're yeah, like going not, up against the snow where they, right now they in the sound in these places they have access to all this algae and stuff. You know, kelp, kelp on the beach. Kelp. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a good point. We pick our deer when we're going deer hunting around the tides, like the best tides. Oh, you do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where do you deer hunt? Deer Can Island. you show us on the map? Upper Huffman. Upper Huffman. <laughs> 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 he does listen. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. I forget. There's Blacktop. There's Blacktop. There. That's yeah. a damn good spot. Yeah. It just has yeah. everything. Yeah. 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 That's funny. We need to make that Upper Huffman t-shirt. Yeah, it'd be good. Yeah. It's all the species. It's just everything. Yeah. You can even catch North America up there. Yeah. <laughs> So I found something real quick on the bumblebee game. There's 255 species uh, internationally. Oh, total. oh wow. wow. Yeah. So. Damn. So we have 10% of them here. Uh, That's crazy. That's awesome. Yeah. Our seasons are crazy. We so. live in a cool place. Yeah, that's true. One thing I noticed when we were looking at that one um, on the sheep hunt, it wasn't flying. It barely flew. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It wasn't. It was just crawling all mm-hmm. over to like it didn't have a lot of energy like, it's going yeah. to the next one yeah. it was just like it was just more like a spider mm-hmm. it was just going around and just checking every possible place where it could get some nectar it's probably conserving energy that's also the place that i walked up to you and you were yelling at me and i was like hey oh when there's like 80 mile an hour wind yeah coming. it was just <laughs> that <laughs> one little saddle do you see anything over there <laughs> I walked around this corner. It's like, well, if we move 15 feet, it is not bad. <laughs> There's sheep like 10 miles away. Like, yeah. Uh, speaking of that, I'm in full edit of the sheep video. I'm assuming it's probably going to be ready about November at the pace I'm going <laughs> <about> <laughs> editing this thing. Um, so be on the lookout for that sheep hunting experience on uh, the 2021. There's nice. some really good footage. Nice. Of that and actually, I got some good footage of that bee there too. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's definitely you know we talk about the best trips. It's like it's not the roller coaster. It's like the struggle. And a year later, you're like, man, that was the best trip ever. It's already. It's only been what like six weeks. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, maybe maybe almost eight, almost that. eight yeah. weeks, I guess. And it's already like, oh man, I want to go back. Can't wait. I'm ready. I can't wait. Yeah. If I had the 2022 calendar, I'd already put the dates up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so well, I got, got one more gotta question. You've got to wait for those permits to come out first, you know what I mean? So there's a town in Alaska that has the most taxis per capita. So Ooh. two parts. What is the town, and what's how many cabs per people? I'm going to go with um, Juneau. And I'm going to say 70. Juno and 70. So one cab every 70 people. I, th- I thought you were saying total cabs. No, no, no. How many cabs per people? So Okay. I'm going to say w- uh, one to seven. Okay. So every seven people, there's a cab. There's not that many people in Juno. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of politicians I, I need to I ride. think that's the third most populated city in the state. Have you been to Juno? No, but I'm. Uh, no, yes, I have. But it's. Do you know Juno? Hey, my answer could be wrong. No, I mean it probably is, but it's, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking to myself in terms of like it's Anchorage, Fairbanks, Juno, right? Yeah. No, like there's city a lot population. more cities. I think I got Juno right. Maybe the one to seven is off. 
If I if yeah. I was like the supervising plumber, I would go to this cab company in Juno and ask if wait, anyone wanted want to be a plumber. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I'm gonna say gnome. Ooh, that's a good one. Gnome. <clears throat> I have a little bit of background with cabs and gnome. Is it gnome or Bethel? I think it's gnome. Um, and what was the second part? <laughs> <laughs> How many cabs per people? How many cabs per people? Uh, that's a tough one. I don't even know the population. One to seven? That's what I said? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of cabs. So every seven, seventh person that would come with a hot dog stand would be a cab driver. <laughs> <laughs> Just looking you for somebody know your to give a ride. Facts. Yeah, I didn't think about it that way. Gnome and uh, uh, point three cabs per person. Is that even right? Answer? Point three. So that would be one cab every three people. Uh, one cab. Every, no, that's too many. Yeah. yeah. We should say total. Uh, oh, you can't know the total. Your 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 question's kind of confusing. Na- name how many people for every cab. How many people for? Oh, okay. Uh. Uh, I'm gonna say can 100, I to one? 100 to one. Can't switch. That's, a, that's to, a way better guess. Yeah, 100 people to every one cap. Point three. Okay. Yeah. okay. yeah, I, I got my math messed yeah. up. Forgive me, listeners. <laughs> All right, Trent. Trent wait, Whoa. Trent. Put your, Trent, do you got anything? No, no. Time out. Time out. Trent has a calculator out. No, this is bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna go. It's he wants probably a spicy wrong. greens. No, I'm going. No, I'm just going for low population because. And That's I think I there's a cab there, but it's not sure. I'm thinking Whittier and maybe like 20 to 1. Just I'm mm. just going because if there's only because there's maybe only thousand people there. Yeah, it, that's a damn cabs. good guess. Brandon, you were the closest. Yeah, I almost said that. Um, All right. So it is Bethel. Fuck, I almost said that. Oh, but I bet, I bet See, Gnome I, I, is right there. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. I don't know the Gnome stats. I don't have all the towns. I yeah. wish I did right now because that would be even cooler. <laughs> but I did not anticipate that. And I, I actually don't think that I could find that information. But um, <laughs> I could make it up real easy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it all, we'll just believe it. I mean, and then there's we're all eight, dumbasses anyway. There's 85. So, seven. Yeah. you know, you did 100. Yeah. Right. A hundred to one. Yeah, and then yeah. we or you said a hundred people to one, one cab. Yeah. yeah, so that's and, okay. Hold on. There's how many cabs in? It doesn't say number. It's one cab for every eighty-five people. Oh so shit! It that has, was pretty close. Yeah. Wow. Just wrong town. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but I mean, I bet Nome and Bethel in terms of like population is pretty similar. Uh, is it though? <laughs> Well, okay, so my, in my, in year. my adjusting days as an insurance adjuster, we had a lot of claims on cabs Oh, and it might've been Bethel. I thought it was Gnome. I was going to say Bethel, but when you said, I'm like, oh, they're going to think I'm picking that. Oh. But Bethel, because there's, there's no reason to have a car there. Like if, or if you ever go there. Yeah. I mean, I've been. You don't want to walk across town when it's pouring rain or in the winter. Well, it's just like long enough and yeah, wide enough right. that you want to ride. Yeah. I mean, it's mm-hmm. like, it's not. Yeah. Because Bethel's bigger than Nome, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So. Because uh, a hospital. It's a major hub. Right. Right. And there's like, I think, I think, I think, I think Bethel has like a light. I think it has like one flashing light, I think in the middle of town, if I'm, if I remember right. I've been to Bethel twice. A flashing yellow. That means nothing. Or a flashing. Yeah. It's like one thing in the middle of the city or town. 
It's a town. I don't want to quite call it a village because it's like big enough. Yeah. But I do remember the whole, a bunch of cabs running around. Like I do remember seeing them, and 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 we had a lot of claims on them, which was really weird because is it all Uber drivers now? <laughs> <laughs> Can you be an Uber driver Uber. on a four wheeler? Probably no. not. Probably not. No. I mean, unless you're carrying all the insurance, right? Maybe a fully enclosed side by side with blinkers and a license plate registered. Ooh, the six by six Can Am Defender, maybe. Yeah, dude. So I guess uh, so. A homie of a homie just went on a moose hunt, and then one of his homies had the six by six Defender in this trail that they ran. Apparently, is like you got to pick and choose and go around all these holes. I guess that Defender just went to the straight. Is nice. Insane. That's yeah. the one you're again. No, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> Ira has one of those. Yeah, that's remember Ira was the Defender's the side by side. That's a six by six. That's like bigger than my Tacoma. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. I think it literally has the same cargo space as your truck. It does. It has a six yeah. foot bed. That's the one that Chad wow. bought, Ira. The what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. For yes. being the most mm-hmm. interesting mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. Yes, he has a six foot. Th- that one, dude. It's bad. Fuck ass, yeah. dude. Wow. Fully enclosed. Yeah. I need it. Let me text there. Ira so yeah. I can go moosing with him next year. Dude, yeah. it's, he'll be I like, mean, just throw it in the back. <laughs> yeah, it's a six foot bed. Like you could put a four wheeler in back of the four wheel in back that's of the awesome. thing. That's awesome, dude. It's insane. Um, but you can't get one. That's got to be Trent. Your moose up. hunt. Are you are you guys ATV in in or yes. side by side? Most everybody has a side by side. Yeah, I was just wondering if that's how you guys access your area. Mm-hmm. Okay. Does yeah, it have a defender? heater closed in? Uh, side by side? Yeah. Mine doesn't because you get too hot. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Those machines just roll. You get, you get too hot yeah. more than you get too cold exactly. in a side by side, in my opinion. Yeah, you do. Between dust and oh, heat and all that. You get too hot. You <laughs> get too hot. It's getting hot. My in here. feet are sweating <laughs> over here. I have a, they have a fan in there. So You're turning the AC on. Yeah. The cooled seats. I bet some of them have AC. Because if you have glass, oh, absolutely, if you have the they do. Glass, it does. You're cooking because that motor's right underneath you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 We I ran d- the. Oh, sorry, Jack. I was just gonna say we ran. ATVs this weekend and my side by side's wide open and we were toasty. Yeah. Oh, really? And it was like 35. Yeah. You know, it was, I mean, we were only going like 15 miles an hour and that makes a huge difference. If you're bombing at 30 and they got the cold air coming in, it'd be a different story. But I mean, it was never cold. You no, know what it I mean? Bad. Not I, mean, I was in the four wheeler, but yeah. Yeah. What were you going to say, Jack? Oh, just last year we were coming out of moose camp in the foot of snow, and my dad has a (laughs) side-by-side, and, uh, you know, you couldn't tell where the trails were. The alders were laying down, and he was like, well, I'll break it and go to pills and shit, and the snow's just coming in, and he's getting hyperthermia and all this bullshit. And we get to the top of, um, you know, remember where you overlook those ponds? Mm -hmm. We ran into some really nice side-by-sides, kind of like what you're talking about. And the first guy, it was was actually a Honda, and... uh, he like rolls his window down <laughs> and then there's like heat coming out, you know, and he has windshield wipers. My dad doesn't have any of the shit. He kept on getting out to wipe the windshield and there's like piles of snow on him. He's like, fuck, I need one of those things. <laughs> dude, they're getting crazy with yeah. those, dude. It, they are insane now, but it's $30,000, $40,000. Right? Yeah. Yeah. 40, yeah. yeah. 40, My four wheeler was like six grand. Yeah. Yeah. I'm good with that. Yeah. yeah. Get you there. Honda last 20, 40. Yeah, long so, time. So Trent, when you guys you guys harvested a moose this year, we did. Were you able to ride it right up to it? We did. Nice. And then we, my, my the family I hunt with, like I said, I, so I 
I didn't hunt growing up because my parents were done. Yeah, they, they had been there, done there. Yeah, like, yeah. So I grew up fishing my whole life. And then uh, I was, I make it, there was a divorce in the family. Oh. You know, I mean, it's like, hey, we have an open spot. Uh, yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> yes, it takes like know, a divorce or a death. Yeah. To get yeah like somebody's got to so, retire or die to get in this motherfucker. Yeah. It, and that guys are good friends. And they, they, uh, unlike you guys, you wouldn't figure some of this stuff out. Like Daniel, I, I was like, no, they teach me mm-hmm. what kind of gun. I had a wheeler, this and that. So I just, uh, so I started with them moose hunting and that was how it went. Had a good time. And I just sit back and wait. I, I didn't, I don't even know why I brought a gun. Cause I was, I was like fifth or sixth on the list uh-huh. as far as shooter to, to shoot, yeah. but still it was fun. And yeah. you know, I had a good time and I finally, I was able to shoot one a couple years ago and, but point is i have a great time every single time yeah you know i was with the guys who shot it this year and my kids are like you didn't get to shoot i'm like it doesn't matter I, you know, it was, yeah it was, it was part of the experience all of absolutely us. yeah so and then that kind of got me into other hunting and um i was telling you earlier we, we pulled the sheep tag I, I pulled a toke tag uh two years ago and i was able to harvest one out of there which was it was you know incredible experience it's 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 probably like I said. If it was any easier, I'd be disappointed. If it was any harder, I wouldn't do it. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah, that's a perfect way to put it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean it's because it's, it's not like just, you're out here chasing them every year. No, and you did it for just, like at least a once in a life. Like I did this once. I did it. I've done two sheep hunts. And okay, they're awesome. But I, I actually, I'm, you know, I've done, uh, I do some triathlons and stuff, and people are like, you're not a triathlete. I know, I go, I know. I just, I need to stay in shape. Like, yeah, right. I need to have yeah, yeah, a, yeah. a goal. Yeah, and a it's purpose something, to, something to do. do this so I'm, yeah. I'm just sitting around not doing something. Yeah. Yep, yep. And that's, so I'm like, uh, so I, I can hunt. I'm, I can hike. I'm, I'm just not fast. Yeah. You know, I'm like, that's fine. Yeah. Um, Who's in a hurry, right? Yeah. So I just, you know, hang out, do that. And then I, uh, I was telling you, I deer hunt with some guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was funny. Uh, they're like, "Hey, uh, can you go on this deer hunt?" And I'm like, "Well, I'm in Wisconsin doing a half Ironman." They're like, "Well, when do you get back?" And I'm like, "In three weeks." Well, can you go? It'll be for a week. And I'm like, "I gotta. I should probably work." You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know? I have a job still. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I'm like, so I go back and I check in, and I have a general manager. I'm like, hey, "Doug, you know, I kind of got." He's like, "Yeah, go." So that got me going, and that was four or five years ago with these guys, and. Since then, we kind of, it's our hunt. Like, uh-huh. uh, we filled the lodge. It's it's a little nicer. I've, I've done all the tenning. I don't, I don't need to prove myself. Uh-huh. I don't need to prove myself. I've got sweat equity. <laughs> yeah, that's right. There I'm, you like, go. No, I'm, like, maybe, I'm like, maybe I should spend some of this equity now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because I know we laugh, but I rode a wheeler forever. Yeah. I just upgraded to a side-by-side. And I'm like, what a dumbass. What took me so long? And I'm like, I'm just frugal. I like, yeah. I'm like, well, you just didn't think you needed it. I, mean, I did. Yeah, I didn't yeah. need it. And then now I'm like, this is awesome. Yeah, I've been like, needing this. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, same thing with the boat. I'm like, I'm frugal. I had a little, all these things. And I'm like, what? I have all this money in the bank or savings. I'm like, this is how I should be spending my money. Yeah. yeah. You know, there so, you go. Yeah. So we do this lodge and it's just us. And we go out in the morning, we hunt, they drop you off. There's outfitters. They drop you off. You go out and hunt for the day, pick you up, come back. You have they cook you a dinner. It's more like you know camp food, but it's that's all we need. Oh, I you mean, know, yeah. you're Warm, not cooking showers, it. That's nice. Yeah. Play cards, music. There's football. I mean, perfect. And then you go out and do it again the next day. And so it's it's awesome. It's a great yeah. deer hunt. Um, and you have an opportunities for goat there too. So yeah, um, I didn't get one during the deer hunt, but then 
one of the guys there is like, hey, come, I'll come back. And we literally, like, he's now, he goes, it took three years for him to invite me. You know, how he's like, uh-huh. he goes, I, I only do this for guys that I hunt with that I know. They're, you, if, the first year I wasn't sure about you. You're a little wild. Like, well, you've seen the video, like I said, of the deer backstrap. The oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the other, the other <laughs> They're like, you guys are nuts. And I'm like, like to have fun. But, um, <laughs> so he invited me. He's like, hey, uh, come back here in March when the goats are low. Well, you stay at my house. He has a house there. And uh, so went back and we got a couple goats. One was real easy and one was not so easy. Let's hear about I, that I want to hear about yeah. that goat. Oh, so, okay. So, yeah, this is, you know, again. That's this spring, right? Tw- 2021? Yeah. And, and uh, this other guy, and he's a little guy. Like, I'm not going to, he's kind of like, hey, Trent, let's go. I want to go goat hunting. Like, no, you want me to carry your goat. I know, I know this works. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, yeah. So we go out and um, we're literally like, I'm sleeping in the kid, the guy's bed. Like this, I mean, it's it's awesome. Though. That's how I like it. I don't yeah. need. It's yeah. we're family. They're the guy's friends. Like, anyway, so we go out. He's like, okay, we'll go out. We hunted. We landed that morning. Went out, and within two hours, we're on these goats and. My friend's using somebody else's rifle, and he's got glasses, and he's comparing, and they can't see. Mm-hmm. He's really usually a really good shot. He fucked up, and I was like letting him do it. <laughs> well, finally, I shot, I missed, and well, they're gone. So we're like, oh, that was, well, that's our first day. So we're like, oh, who cares? And we're boating back. This is in Kodiak? Yeah, Kodiak. It is. It, um, but the guy's like, um, and we're boating back. He's like, oh, we'll come back. I got a place for tomorrow. You know, this and that. And my the partner's like, hey, well, what about that one right there? He's like, what's that? He's like, and this goat was had come down and was like right near the water. There's a cliff, but he must have been eating something. Uh-huh. But it was literally 20 yards off the shore. Can't beat that. No. And it, at five o'clock, yeah, we're like, well, it's just oh. about to get dark. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're four. It's like four thirty. <laughs> yeah. We're like, walked up. He's like, I'm like, he's like, trying take it. I'm like, okay. sure, yeah. okay. We steady's boat. It was calm enough water that we shot. From, you know, I was able to shoot from the boat. Got it. I hopped off the boat. He's got a landing craft. Run up the rock, grab it, done. And it's like, wow, that was easy. Let's do this tomorrow. Uh, I'm a goat hunter now. (laughs) Got me a goat. So, yeah, I was like, piece of cake. Next day, which was our last day because we had a short window. And um, was that because of weather, Trent? Just everything, timing. He timing had to get back, and uh, you know, he's it was it was it was a good guy deal, friend. He's like, I'm yeah, taking time out from his family. It's not a normal mm-hmm. thing to do. And are you flying out there? No, we're going on a boat, but we fly to Kodiak, yeah. And but then, but then not from Kodiak, you leave the harbor. No, we take Inner Island. Okay, mm-hmm. and then, um, what's that? So he flies out from the harbor. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, to, to, like another point to another another harbor. Well, you take yeah, like yeah, a beaver okay. over and then, yeah. yep. yep, okay, and then, and then boat out. Correct. And then, so, the last, he's like, I got this plan. We go to this one bay. Um, It's a no-go. I'm like, they're right there. He's like, Trent, that, that's bad. You're not going to get in there. Nasty. And I'm Steep, like, but they're right. They were only clips. like 400. It's just like, he's like, you can't get them. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, you, I'm like, I can. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> But yeah. if, if you know, my guy says I can't, I can't. I, he's he's an animal. Yeah, right. trust him. And yeah. um, so he goes, okay, we'll go. We'll, we get time. We'll check one more bay. We we'll go back in this one more bay. And he's like, there's some up there. It's pretty tough, but they're up there. You can get them. You know. I'm like, uh-huh. okay. I, I'm all game now because 
feel bad for my partner because it was his trip. Yeah. And I got mine already. And I'm like, let's go home. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. You know, so. <laughs> but he's done like, deal. He's like, let's go up. Yeah, there it is on the lower right or that. Uh, that yeah, right go, there on the right. Yeah, that. Yeah. Right here. Yeah. yeah. And that's looking down from. So if you see. Yeah, man. Uh, there's one I doctored up, I think, with pencil. But okay. anyway, so we shoot the scope. Start snowing, raining. We get a look at. Click it. on that again, Brandon. Sorry, click on that same picture yeah. and click to the right. Click on the right arrow, right, right there. Yep, there, there it is. is. Oh, there, oh. there it is. So, so what happens is, is we shoot it. It go or he shoots it. It goes down. So it shoots it. It's at what one? It's at, it's it's go. It's at spot four. It's actually kind of when we initially shot it. It's kind of where the yellow V is first. Okay, right. kind of up top. Right there, kind of. He's up there anyway. Okay, right there. He starts, and we're down below. Somewhere we shoot. It's about three hundred yards, <coughs> and again you're looking up. It's not that steep, and as you start going up, he gets steeper. So we shot him. He went down, wall. and yeah. my buddy's like, "Let's shoot him again." Shoot him. I'm like, "No, man, he's down." Like you saw him, he was down. He's like, "Well, we hike up, get around the corner, come up, and the thing's standing up." I'm like, "Oh shit!" Shoot him again. So he shoots him. That's where he was at at the one spot. Mm-hmm. And then he took off running down to the two spot. Okay. And we're over there where the, where where Brandon Zero is. And I'm like, we we lose him. We're like, okay. Well, I think he went up this way. Then he crawled all the way up on that. That is. So like we went, wall. tried to go all the way up. We couldn't find. And it was funny. And we're in these. And they get steeper and steeper. And it's a ravine. And we're. Ha- I'm fast forwarding all the place. So I'm like, I call my boat guy. I'm like, hey, we can't find this goat. Mm-hmm. I don't know where he's at. You know. And he's like. Well, we got time because we got about five hours. I'm like, oh, yeah, you better find him. But he's like, just keep looking. I'm like, yeah. He's like, we got daylight. Yeah. I'm like, but I'm like, I'm I'm already kind of like, I want to go home. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're like checking out. Yeah. yeah. No, I can't find him. I think we should probably just tell me to come back to the boat. I would, I would feel horrible, and so I was, and my guy, I'm like, I can't do that. Like, so I'm digging deep, and I'm, and uh, so he's like, ah, oh, I think I found it, and I'm like. And he found it because he could see blood dripping down the side of two cliff. Got it in the snow, and it was hanging over on literally like in the um, on the uh, cartoons where there's an animal hanging over a branch on the end of a cliff. Yeah, yeah. That's where the goat was at. Mm. Like on the just teetering, like just no, yeah. just in in it. And oh, so yeah. when we finally got, I finally got to the goat. It was covered in snow because mm. it was snowing, and we, oh. you know, and we took us so long to find it. And my partner's like, I'm not going down there because it was like this and snow. And I'm, I'm like, well, there's one alder before. So I'm going to try and if I start to slide, I'll grab onto that. Yeah. And then the other one was three yards away. So I did. I got to that and then I was able to kick it off. Kick it I off the cliff. Yeah. yeah. So, so it went from, from two to three. Yeah. And then I'm like, okay, um, so what now, Kia? And he's like, well, you got to kick it off the other cliff. I'm like, what? So, you know, so I, it's hard you, you can't to see. That? So, because it was stuck. And the only way to get down, so then I had to, we walked back down around. You pick your On way the left, through. the left yellow? Yeah. Down through, what, see that middle okay. line from two yep. going down. You walk through zigzag there and you get to there. So then I had to walk through there. Right yep. over that like yep. 100 foot ledge. Yeah. And that, that was. was a big cliff. And I was right like, here. yeah. Right I'm like, oh, that's, that's death. Yeah. And that's what, and we kick it. I, me and him actually, the guy came with me this time, and I we threw it off. Mm-hmm. 
And we're like, and we're just like, oh, thank God. And we're just like, we made it, we made it. I'm like, fuck. I'm like, we got so far to go still because it doesn't look like that. So now you got to backtrack all, all the way back, all the way go down back here. down there. And he's like, well, there's one more cliff. <laughs> so then that's the last <laughs> one. That's and it got hung up on that one? It was just there. It's just the way you had to go. Oh, it, was, you know, it was like a step. Like yeah. Bop, 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 yeah, bop. you yeah, couldn't. Yeah. It didn't. And so then we finally got to that and threw it down. He's like, okay, you guys are good from here now. And we're like, oh, my God, we have like 400 yards of boulders in the uh -huh. snow. And yeah. we're exhausted. Like, yeah. I'm yeah. warped. Yeah, like you were done. But he's like, well, I guess you guys won't die. You might just break a leg. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, oh, that'll be okay. Uh, is this is this that goat? Yeah. And oh, was, so yes. the horns didn't break off or anything? No. Wow. It was, um, so that was my experience. I think it was payback for getting one so easy. Yeah. It was Yeah, hard. yeah. It was gratifying. And it's delicious. It, it, we, oh, man. You gave me some of that, yeah. actually. That. I need to give you, like, some real... We'll do something. I still have uh, some of the back straps. Here, here's the one where he wasn't sweating. Yeah. It looks like you just got done from one of those triathlons. Yeah. I'm like, good. His boots aren't even wet. No. Like, yeah. I didn't even get wet. I didn't even break a sweat. It was just, it was just beach combing, and you got yeah. it. That's what we used to make fun. We were, hey, we're going, we're going looking for the muscle goats. Which one are the ones? Eating the muscles. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh -huh. So did you rug it? No, I'm getting or a three quarter it? mounted right okay. now from the guy at a Wasilla. Okay. Um, he's the one who tans his stuff himself. Nice. The one just on the north end of town. You know, see, I'm. <laughs> yep. You got a guy that that yeah. guy tells me to go to that guy. <laughs> <laughs> that guy. Yep, Wasilla. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is that Foster's? No, you don't know. Couldn't no. tell you. Okay. No. Yeah, that's yeah. okay, man. Yeah, that's it. I think I That's why he's got friends like us. Like, hey, man, which Do boots should I thing. buy? Yeah. Those. Uh, yep. What's All the right. family think about the goat flavor? Ours is actually was really good. You know, I've, I was nervous about it, and my kids love it. The burger, you cannot tell at all. Mm -hmm. But, see, I have um, a friend who did it, and he, you know, put beef fat, and it's good. Mm -hmm. Or suet or whatever. And it, yeah. It's delicious. Mm -hmm. you, you try I the enchiladas? I sent, I sent him your enchilada. Oh, recipe. you did? Yeah, okay. I, I haven't done it yet because I'm just like – Sometimes I don't want to mask anything. It's so good. It I is eat, I've good. been eating just burgers because I want to just, just taste, taste the meat. Oh, you don't yeah. put any seasonings or yeah. salt anything. and pepper. Yeah, That's perfect. It. Yeah, because yeah. the mountain goat is the only antelope in North America. Wow, and it is that. fucking good. It is good, and people don't think it is, but it is amazing. I, I've heard yeah. like it's gross and tough. No, and it's, that's not true. I, I don't believe it. I, I mean, it is it's tough a, it's a, it's if a you don't if you don't have it made into burger and stuff, right? Are you talking about if you have like if steaks you try to and make roasts roast out of stuff. the hind quarter? Okay, that's a bad decision. Well, okay, contramon for really, yeah. That meat I gave you was a roast. I slow cooked it for hours though. I mean, uh -huh. and it completely broke down. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Had the bone in it. Did everything. I used the cider stuff. I don't remember the recipe. See that, yeah, see that roast right there? Mm -hmm. On the lower On left. The left. Yeah. Yep. And yeah. It was amazing. got some fat in Suspect there. And it just it was like pulled pork. Really? Yeah. Yep. Takes, you got to be you gotta be patient. Yeah, patience. What, Look at what? those burger packs, man. There's a lot of, that's an evenly spread, like speckled. Yeah, nice fat. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Your buddy what, what did do you, that? Um, mm -hmm. What do you harvest off of a goat if you do a full D-bone meat, like? Weight-wise? Yeah, it, they're like ours because it's the end of winter. They're starving. Oh, they didn't weren't very fatty. No, we oh. got not much meat off of them. Yeah, yeah they sheep. look skinny in the photos to well, me. It, they're and they're all yeah, they're all 
just crippled because yeah. they're waiting to start eating again. So yeah. they're so they're like big and furry, but yeah. then like when you pull the hide off, they're There's just nothing. thin. They looked like like anorexic. Yeah, we I, were I, we were two weeks before the season ended. I'm mm-hmm. wondering too on that, like the meat quality. Mm-hmm. Like if you harvested one in say October, or so, or you know, so versus. that big Billy I got two years ago I th- was like an October November. It goat. was the first week of October. It was a big Billy. So right about now, and I think boned out was ninety five pounds, and that's a lot. Yeah, it was a big goat. Oh, oh. Yeah, that's that is pretty good. Um, I think we got ninety pounds for the two of ours. Okay, that would make sense because you got a big, mature, fat, like well-fed summer. Yeah, I mean it was billy. a big goat. All there's three big billies together, and they're big. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It, so they, about they look 100. like polar bears up there mm-hmm. with all that fur. Yeah, I mean they just seem like they're maybe they just look bigger than what they are. Their fur is is very very yeah. thick. Goat, I, goats on my list, man. I don't have a goat yet. Me man. either. I want one bad. I want one bad. I, I equate them to like a black bear. Like I, if you've ever skinned a black bear out, you know there's a lot of hide, yeah. and then all of a sudden you're like, man, there's like not that there much meat a, on this thing. And there was and zero fat on ours, just because it was like end of the season. Yeah, yeah they were just surviving. Tired. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, the <clears throat> one of the reasons I waited so long was so I could get the kids a rug. You know the a billy goat rug. Oh, and that later, be, that be later in season. Their their room. So we waited that long, which it ended up being really treacherous. Kind of similar yeah. to your story, um, Jake and Jake. Well, not the first story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was similar <laughs> to the second story. <laughs> um, the first except, one's gonna happen one time in your life. <laughs> except for it was. We're like, I'm never. And then we're we're gonna go back. The guy's like, we're going back, right? And I'm like. Cool. Okay, but <laughs> yeah, uh, sure. Everything though we did is like it's it was within our limits. Like I never like there was this one part. I'm like, I can't make it. I was gonna have to get across. The, and the guy's like, Trent, if you just get over there, it's thirty yards. Like, but I'm like, it was like from here, and I would I didn't have a foot. I was gonna have to jump. Oh, geez. And like yeah. this, yeah, that's and I'm uncomfortable. Like, yeah. I'm like, no, I'm not gonna do that. Yeah, the yeah. guy's like. Why don't you? It's right. You know, they, 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 you come. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, I did. Like, Look, I, do, 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 do. I can't do it. Yeah. No shit. Yeah. So, no, well, it, it, you know, look, um, I think we have to do our due diligence as hunters and, and harvesters um, to do what it takes to get the animal um, out of the field. But I do not feel like you need to risk well-being, health, and life. No. For no. So, uh, no, I know. agree. I, I We I, worked so hard, and, and I was I felt so bad. Like, I was like, if we lose this goat, my guy, I'm like, I, I would feel horrible. Mm-hmm. And I was like, after we have got it and got to the boat, I'm like, Kia, what, what would have happened if we couldn't have got that? Like, eh, couldn't have got it. You guys tried for eight hours. Like. I mean, yeah. and when yeah, we shot you, you it, it wasn't. In, and when we shot it, it wasn't in a spot like that. We weren't yeah. shooting something you couldn't go get. Right. It's when he got up and ran, and then he got into a spot that was really difficult. Yeah. Because I, you know, it's kind of the same thing. I don't want to shoot something where I know I can't get to it. Well, we yeah. thought we could get to it, and we could have. And he just said, you know, you just call it and say, yeah, unretrievable. Mountain yeah. Yeah. Well, I think this that is a very difficult concept for non-hunters to accept. 
Yeah. Um, people that haven't actually tried to go and get their own meat. And sometimes these situations come up where you just, you done your due diligence yeah. and, and you yep. made the right shot, but this animal runs and falls into a place that you just cannot retrieve it, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, and there's rules in place. You, you tell ADF and G you mark your tag as if mm-hmm. you got it. Yep. And listen, the animal's not going to go to waste. Yep. Birds are going to yep. get that. Ravens are going to get that. The animal's going to be eaten. It's going to go back into the soil. It might fall down in the ocean. It's, it's, it's going to yeah. go back into the cycle of life. Yeah. Um, and just not part of your cycle. You know, that's two things that I got to like, we, tri- we quit five times, but then you just regroup. So, you know, we got, we got time. Let's try again. And we did mm-hmm. that over and over. Stop, quit. We're done. After you rest, drink a little water, whatever. Okay. We got talk it. about it. A and little just bit like, more. Yeah. we'll try, but if it gets bad, we're done. Well, mm-hmm. we, it, we kept getting a little further and it, and it worked out. And so that's one part. And then the part you said about, you know, I, I, I kind of have this thing about people saying, oh, you're not using everything. I didn't eat the butthole or whatever. You know, <laughs> you know somebody will. Yeah. <laughs> it ain't going to yeah. be me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not into it. Yeah. You the bird put, got but, it. You know, or I don't clean my fish as good as I'm supposed to. Well, I put in the, I, all our stuff goes back in the river. A fish is going to eat it. Yeah. Birds going to eat it. I don't yeah. lose too much sleep over it. You know, um, yeah. it's just funny how you can see, like, especially on so. Oh, you're not eating the whole entire animal. Nope. Yeah. Uh, but I'm doing the best I can. I'm enjoying it. And I'm yeah. not, it's not going to waste. Yeah. No, it never does. And you never know does. where it came from. It had a good life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and a lot of times the, the, those comments, uh, what I've found, and I had this conversation with my dad is a lot of times those comments are coming from um, European people, whereas they out hunted their entire lands. Oh, there's not. Yeah. There's no more animals over, to hunt over, there. Har- over over decades and decades yeah. of years and no centuries of years. No there's there's no more animals there to hunt. So as, if you're raised with never hunting, never eating that kind of meat, never going out and and retrieving your own sustenance, then you have no yeah. idea what you're talking about. Yeah, you don't know about that culture. Whereas this is still a lively. Um, culture that we're living in yeah you know and i have a lot of family that live in florida new york um most of them think everything's cool and a lot of them want to come up but there's uh, probably uh, half of them that are like why do you do this like why are you hurting that thing and Mm. where they just don't understand that where that is very unique to many parts of the world and alaska is actually one of the main parts where this is like a mecca of where that lifestyle and that culture is still very vibrant and still thriving because Mm -hmm. the management is there and the respect is there and we know what we're doing yeah Yeah, all of it Mm -hmm. yeah yeah my daughter wants to go she wants to go shoot a caribou i said are you she's like i'd I'd be fine we're gonna eat it like it's it's and I think you know the relative if you ever do the four H club and those kids, they're doing the same thing. They're raising animals yeah. to be slaughtered. It's just how you're brought up and how you respect the animals and mm-hmm. what you're doing and right. what your perception is. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. uh I guess it's so foreign to other people, but at least in my family it's like pretty known. If you shoot it, we're gonna eat it. Right. I, I post where they my kids want to shoot squirrels. I'm like, Okay, if you shoot it, we're gonna eat it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're like, Okay. That's the number yeah. one rule in my kids. And they shot it. They cleaned it. Yeah. They cooked it over the fire and they ate it. Yeah. yeah. Probably, I had I had my buddy I had again? my buddy that came <laughs> shout out to my boy much. Brian. It's like, no, it's like <laughs> Yeah, no, he he came out Tastes on the like caribou hunt. He'd never been his hunt. He'd never gone hunting before. He raised in Alaska his entire life and never really been hunting. 
he li- he moved to Seattle. He came up. He wanted to go on a caribou hunt. I yep. took him up with Swarnsy. There was no carib- caribou to be had. There's ground squirrels all over. He was just itching to like get something, and I was like, okay, well. In in our our family, if you're gonna shoot something, you're gonna eat it. Yep. Mm-hmm. So if you're willing to eat this thing that you're gonna shoot, I mean, I've never shot at one of those ground squirrels that are mm-hmm. running around. Yeah. But you know what? I've been curious. <laughs> yeah, let's see. So if you're gonna shoot that yeah. thing and you're gonna skin it and I'm gonna show you how to skin it, and I'm gonna show you how to clean it, and then you're gonna cook it and you're gonna eat it, by yeah. all means. Ground squirrels Go. back all night. Yeah. And we yep. ate it, and we did it, and my son still talks about it to this day. He's like, remember your friend, and he shot the ground squirrel? So are you guys shooting ground squirrels? <laughs> We're never shooting ground squirrels again. Because it's not good. Don't Those do it. fat little bastards aren't as No, they're not tasty. No. But maybe we didn't cook it right. Because you know what? I saw That's some true. people from the Hmong culture that turned that meat into larb with that spicy oh, sauce. Yeah. That probably just like it, everything yep. is how you cook it. Yep. Yep. You know, and they're not, they're, they're going out yeah. there slaying those things yeah, yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah. Yeah. they're trying to get 40 of them and make a whole thing of it yeah so maybe i go with with some of these traditional Hmong hunters that are doing that and totally. it might change my mind yeah you know but the way that we did it was no. not legit <laughs> no. no it wasn't very no good bueno. yeah maybe you brought the e2000 in the crock pot maybe might have been um, yeah you're gonna need a whole bunch of sauce <laughs> to get curry. that right get some curry no, that's a good that. point i mean we're just um it's all about what you know and how you're raised and and the culture you live in and what's acceptable what's not i've ne- i've learned over this short period of time being a little bit more exposed to like the social uh, media and social networking community that a lot of people are going to criticize on the harvesting of wild animals and at first, I was kind of, like, defensive about it. Like, well, what do you mean? Like, I mean, you see it. We're eating it. And, the, and like, well, how could you be offended? And I'm like, well, they don't know any better. And so now I'm, like, more accepting of the fact that they're just ignorant. And I don't mean that, that they're dumb, ignorant. I just mean that they don't know any better. Yeah. They, they don't understand what it's like to harvest wild animals, fill a freezer, and eat that over the winter. Do we need it? Absolutely not. Can I go to Costco and buy $800 worth of ribeyes and stock my freezer? Absolutely, I Mm -hmm. can. But I'm choosing not to because there is a resource available to me that is amazing. It's great. It's delicious. You learn value. You learn history. You learn, um, I don't know. It's like, it's like, uh, it gets you back to your. It's an experience. Yeah. 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 You, well, you don't I mean, get an experience. Well, I guess you do get an experience when you go to Costco, but it's not the same. No, no not <laughs> even close. different kind of hunting. Yeah. I and I and I want to be clear. Like I'm not a subsistence hunter. I don't hunt for my food. Right. I choose sure. not to go to Costco and go kill an animal and put it in my freezer versus go and buy beef. I can buy beef. Yeah. So I'm not a subsistence hunter, but I do enjoy the fruits of our labor. We said yep, that in agreed. episode 31, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. That's the experience, and I love that. And well, the is, thing that the people that go buy the meat at Costco are, are lacking is the experience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Guess what? You're mm-hmm. still a part of the death of that animal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You're still partaking in getting the nutrients of this animal that gave mm-hmm. its life yep. for you. Yep. The only thing that you didn't do was actually do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah, and guess what? There's the a package. lot to gain from actually doing it yourself yep. and learning. Yep. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't pull the trigger and kill the animal and take the life, 
just going on the trip, Trent, you mentioned it, all those years that you were the sixth shooter, it didn't matter, did it? No. You just no, went no. there and you helped hold a blig back and hang a quarter and, you know, peel the back strap off and cut it up and throw it. I mean, you just were you part of it. You learn something each year. Yeah. Like, it's kind of like, like you, you get, yeah. At first then I was just the leg guy. Now, yeah. now, yeah, yeah, now yeah. they're like, hey, you can cut some of that hide off. Your Ooh. neck Ooh. Oh, I get the skin off. Okay. Yeah, after I got the skin off, then by year three, I can cut some meat. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now, now I'll bet you can take your daughters out there and kill a caribou and do a full field dress and make sure you can get it in game bags and get it hung. I would and bring feel... it home and debone it. And I bet you, even if you're not shrouded no. to every single step, you could figure it out because yep. of what you learned in all those experiences, right? Oh. For sure. Yeah. I was going to say, I was going to say something, but I, I hear it all the time. hundred <laughs> <Yeah>. percent. <laughs> no, yeah. but I mean, yeah. No, I mean, people you know, say it a lot. Yeah. No, I know. <laughs> I, I hear it a lot. Here. Keep it a hundred. Yeah. Oh uh, no, but that's right. You know, every, I learned little bits and pieces along mm -hmm. the way and now I'm like, you know what? I can do this. Yeah. Hell yeah. You can. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, if you went out right now alone and killed a black-tailed deer, you could probably clean yeah. that whole thing. Yeah. It might take you yeah. a little longer than, like, the next guy, yeah. but you could figure I it out and I get love it done. The, I love the deer hunting. It's, I know. It's Isn't that so fun, fun, man? I like it's a combination of, like, kind of all the hunts, in my opinion. If you want to walk your bag off, walk your bag off. If you want to sit in the beach and wait for them to come, do that. Yeah. yeah. You know, in, in, in call, anywhere, call, anywhere in call them in. Yeah, that, yeah. I usually get bears to come in with that though. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, do whatever you know. Kind of okay too. Anything you know, and then you get so much practice because you know, like yeah. most people for us, we get one and maybe. That, yeah. But you get, we're hanging fifteen deer. Yeah. And oh, here's a chance. Oh, I screwed that one up. Oh, guess what? Here's another one. Mm -hmm. You know, you just keep going. Like cleaning yeah. fish, right? There's right. a lot of opportunities. Yeah, like learning a how to cut the meat. Yeah. Now I can look at a quarter and go, instead of just like, I have no idea what I'm going to do. Yeah. yeah. Now I have a little. Well, it's a, it's like a manageable game animal. Mm -hmm. it, you know, it's like 70 pounds or 50 pounds. Yep. It's, it's not enormous. Mm -mm. You can grab the leg, lift it. You know, slice it up. You're not like, all right, man, hold this 175 yeah. pound quarter while I yeah. try to hide it. You yeah, can yeah. actually like manage it and or yeah. pull it to the beach. And so we yeah. do, drag yeah. do it hung. We got them, drag them to the beach. Yeah, for the most part, hang mm -hmm. them at the place. They have a meat place. We'll skin them that night. Leave them there for till it's time to start cutting them up. And nice. Then cut yep. them up in a couple of days. And yep. yep. The night yep. before you go home, type mm -hmm. thing. Yep. Yeah. Let them cool off mm -hmm. and case and yeah. all that. Yeah. Thinking a little bit more about that Costco thing, it, it's really interesting because the same disturbance like these other people have with us, the people that aren't familiar with our culture have there you go, looking good. into our, our experience and they're like, oh, this surprising thing, this thing I'm uncomfortable with, that this killing and harvesting this animal. I feel like that I have that when I go into Costco and I see the meat there that there's no connection with the harvest and it's all about like when I kill an animal and especially when I kill an animal or I'm with someone that killed an animal for their first time or mm. maybe it's like they're newer to it. They didn't grow up with it. There there's an emotional connection to this living being and you do not get that. And once you grow up harvesting animals and having to deal with that connection every time to this living animal, every time that you harvest something, and every time you eat it and think about that you killed that thing, 
then you go in the grocery store and you're like, man, where's like the life and soul of this place? Like we've just, we just took that slaughter part of all these animals and put them here. And I have no idea where this came from. Did this thing have a good life? Like we could get into Portlandia and ask like <laughs> Jacob, but, but really like it's interesting because as you guys were talking about, I'm like, wow, like I grew up in the, the complete opposite, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. kind of place. It just, it's, just, uh, it's nice knowing where your food comes from. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like the little yeah. uh, Daniel's tip. I forgot about writing the ki- the kid's name on uh, who got that on fish. Oh, fish. that yeah. one's great. I just, I just, well, I just say, Louis, that's the fish you caught. And he's like, it is. He's still young enough to like, yeah, that's your, that's the one you uh, caught. Dad knows. Yeah. He's like, yeah, okay. I'm going to eat fish tonight. You know, I mean, yeah. but yeah. He gets, well, uh, it just tastes better now. Yeah. You know, cooked the same way, but it tastes better. And the one, um, you guys, the other day I was listening to uh, the go-to kid meal. That maybe I'm for our, or for us, our family. One of the go-tos is uh, stroganoff. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. They love that. Yeah, I mean, uh, with with game, get, it can be game. It can be burger. It can be you know oh, back, yeah. backstrap. Yeah, roast, chop it up. Yeah, my kids love. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to make stroganoff, if I ask what they want, they're going to say that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. For their weekly meal. Yeah. Are you making it from scratch? Or are you doing the hamburger helper? I've done. No, I don't do hamburger helper. <laughs> no. But I've done from scratch. Yeah. I like, I'm like, okay. And then I'm like, I, I, have, the, I have the family recipe, the, you know, cream mushroom soup, sour cream, yeah. garlic, the wine. garlic, whatever. The yeah. easy one. Mm-hmm. And it's very close to the one that takes all day. Where you use creme fraiche and reduce yeah. and do all that. <laughs> so, uh, and I'm like, taste test. I'm going to do the one that took me an hour. Yeah. Well, leading up to that, I, yeah. I, I think that, I, I mean, we've had how many meat parties? Uh, five, six? Five or six, yeah. Five or six. I donate. I miss them all. Trent has not come to one. <laughs> I'm, I'm always Damn. in Hawaii. Trent yeah, is no, always in Hawaii. It's, it's, it's that time of year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but Trent has donated <laughs> yeah. every single year. He's been wanting to come, uh, and if he can't come, he I will yeah. meet up with Trent, and he just gives me a bag of all these meats oh, nice. that he harvested like, to donate. Uh-huh. So I, I I just can't wait for maybe this year. Maybe, maybe this is the year. <laughs> should yeah. be. So be. we're we're shooting for February fifteenth. I think it 19th. is nineteenth. Is that what it is? Yeah. Let me double check. Winter right. Hawaii trip. I just go because I go visit my parents and I try and break yeah. it up. So yeah. I usually go. I don't That's have perfect one, time I don't have go. one yet. That would be good because I use if I want to go. I would go earlier February, and then I'd go back, end us, you know, end us, like spring breakish. Yeah. Well, the permit release uh, is Friday the eighteenth. So the we're going to shoot Friday, for February the nineteenth. Saturday. Make sure. Didn't you when, say you're going to be Super gone Bowl? then? What's that? Aren't you going to be in Hawaii the next week? The next week. Mm-hmm. Remember, we 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 hashed Jack, that out in the meeting last week. Yeah, I know how many. Yeah, yeah, you're, no, he's here. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So here's the deal: we're only inviting fifty couples. I think the Super Bowl is like. Before. Way before that, yeah, it's usually around the. I want to say like 12th. the sixth. Yeah, could be. Yeah. Okay. But that's a sporting event. I tried. I tried. I tried. Speaking of that, are you are you skating still? You doing hockey? I used I to play not, on Trent's hockey team. We, Trent Taylor Taylor Restoration <laughs> had a oh, hockey team. Like this is like pre Northwest Flyers. Pre Northwest oh. Flyers. We I think we won a championship. <laughs> yep. What? Yeah, dude. Yeah. I got the jersey still in my garage, hung up, dude. The red jersey with the white. Yep. Yeah, we got the cup. How come you don't skate anymore? That's an old man game, man. That you should. Yeah, but I'm. I'm. I know. I should. Um, 
I, I can give you a million excuses, but I miss playing hockey. It was so much fun. It's kind of one of those things. Is I had played baseball my whole life, quit. Kids got busy. I'm like, and then my one friend, he started playing hockey, and he's like, hey, you can play hockey? I'm like, I got kids. He's like, no, this is at late at night because your kids we will be in bed. We all got kids. will be in bed because, you know, men's league, you, didn't, uh. you, didn't, you had games at 10 o'clock. Yeah. You know? So anyway, I got roped into playing. Got roped into sponsoring, got roped into managing, oh. <laughs> and I had two teams. And I'm like, and after a while, then yeah. I just got I'm like burned out. Living yeah. Trent's life here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. This is where it's gonna go. Yeah, find then, someone else to manage it so you don't get burnt out. Yeah. And we can no, I wish team. I skated. You know, I, I, then I started coaching kids. I, I was uh, coaching the Gomez Foundation, and, oh, I, and I'm yeah, and I'm on their board uh, back again to help them. Uh, but I got a lot of gratification helping the kids versus because I'm I'm not gonna score you great goal I'm, it's fun you know but i got more i put more of my energy into uh the like this at the gomez foundation and i wasn't a good hockey i was like i just i can carry the pucks and carlos was like well you got to get a certified coaching instructor i'm like why i'm just helping with the pucks so i went through all the coaching stuff and mm-hmm. yeah and we won you a state championship it was fun it was a oh, blast that's way cool yeah. you know i think uh what i've learned about that process is, is giving your time is way more gratifying than just giving writing a check Yes, absolutely. But I didn't really. I like. I'm like. No, I'm helping a lot. I'm. I give money out to a lot of people in need. But the gratification you get from just helping and actually giving your time and the relationships. Like there's people, there's kids that they say, "Hey, Coach Taylor," you know. Yeah. And that yeah. was twelve years ago. Oh yeah. yeah. yeah it's fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So no more men's hockey for me. Why not, man? Come on. Lace well, if you up. ever want to sub, you come out for you, a we game. We need subs all the time, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah you know all the you guys. Still got, you it's still got it's pretty gear? much the Taylor team is now the double shovel <laughs> okay, team. Okay, perfect. Minus Johnny Severson. Oh, yeah, because he's too team. good. <laughs> yeah, Johnny, he's, he's he doesn't best pass anyhow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's over the age limit or what? No, I don't know. He's just. He just, he got over it. Huh. That level is just like, yeah, I'm going to take it down a notch. Yeah, when you get to 40, you want to slow it down a little bit. I thought he was skating with Lumberjacks for a while. He, he's in the Vets League. That Vets League is amazing, dude. That Vets League is like everyone yeah. on that Vets League either play like juniors or college. And yeah. like, oh, I'm JV gotcha. East High, dude. Like, yeah. I'm not Vets League. You know oh, what I'm saying? Oh, I'm service. Oh, oh. Yeah. oh, so he's a. Johnny? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Johnny was a good soccer. He's the one that taught me how to play hockey. He's got money hands. This is good. No, Johnny, dude. Like, it used to be me and Jonathan Severson at Wendler when I was like 10 years old. He taught me how to slap shot, taught me how to like skate backwards. Like, I'm in here, my Canadian Flyers. Like, I didn't know what I was doing, dude. My mom was just dropping me off, you know, and and Johnny's out there just wheeling around as a young man, you know what I'm saying? Slap shotting, dude, like trying to fight kids. (laughs) I was going to say, did he teach you how to punch people? (laughs) Yeah, no, I think I got my first black eye from him on a slap shot when he's just like trying to crack one. I'm just like skating around, like wobbling. He just (laughs) just took one right to the dome. See you tomorrow, Daniel. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Be back here at five thirty. <laughs> All right, I'm still there the next day with the ice on my on my eye. It's it, it's also like the guys that push it really hard, like growing up, and they're waking up at four a.m. every morning, and oh, their parents too, and then they're skating six days a week, and they miss out on all summer because they're fucking doing dry land and all this shit. Like when they grow older, they don't want to play hockey anymore. No. Yeah, no. I mean, that's like true. I didn't learn until I was thirty, so yeah. it's super fun for me. Yeah, you know, same. Like yeah, I, I, I played right? two years of of hockey when I was a kid, when I was like fourteen and fifteen, and then I didn't skate till I was thirty. Yeah, so now mm. it's still fun for me. Mm-hmm. Like I loved hockey. Like, I wish I would have played hockey more growing up yeah. versus, like, you know, Johnny or some of these other guys. Like, they lived That was hockey, our life. You yeah. know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, they just but all they did was There's a merge. There's a merging. Like, 
so like we keep getting better and they keep getting worse and we're finally like this 48 is like perfect but there's like a few people like jerry with his body my brother with his body like no one will be able to use their body like jerry can like you can't learn that as an adult johnny with his hands and uh with his beautiful skating oh yeah like you, you it is skater. like pirouettes <laughs> like he's like you he would win he the figure skating competition <laughs> just with how pretty he hockey skates <laughs> but and, like you won't be able even to need do to touch that the puck, just look all good out there just no. but we all kind of the rest of us all kind of merge yeah men's and, league is the, mi- is really the final fun. merger dude it doesn't matter what how good you were you end up in men's league and it's yeah. pretty okay? good and you're gonna be there with me and Jack and Trent. Yeah, okay, yeah, I don't give yeah, a fuck yeah. if you're Scott Gomez. You're gonna be at the fucking men's league, yeah. dude. You know what I'm saying? And guess what? Monday night is me versus you, bro. Let's yeah. see what you got. That's that's what's funny. I was thinking about like the kids that just grind and go through that whole thing, and then I'm like, man, fast forward 30 years, you're gonna be right over here with a job playing beer league at 9:30. A lot of them hate yeah. it and quit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I mean, I would say that's that no most good. of them that like took it really hard, you know, re- really took it really far, just quit. Yeah. yeah. Like it was just too much. Yeah. A little advice for parents that are pushing their kids in hockey, 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 or baseball, baseball, or whatever, like let them play other things. Like anyone, when you do really dig into the research of the people that actually made, you know, college scholarships and all this, they played multiple sports. Yeah. They did multiple things. They they, they didn't just focus on one thing where it seems like now it's like you have to be at spring camp and summer camp and and this camp and all winter and you're on three different teams. Whereas like if you, like I played soccer with Scott. At one right. like I played, like all these guys that you went to the NHL all played soccer. They all played tennis. Of, he's a Hall of Fame hockey player, or or arguably, <clears throat> soon to be, I think, a Hall of Fame oh, hockey player, Gomez. But you said he was a kick-ass soccer player and baseball. Yeah. And baseball, he's really good and tennis, baseball. dude. He's yeah. an amazing tennis yeah. player too. <laughs> exactly. Like, like yeah, you just play like, all these other things because you get different dynamics, you get different skills, you get different movements from that, and you don't get burnt out. Yeah, yeah. It by keeps doing it the same fun thing. and light. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I remember growing up with a kid named Tui. Um, I'm not going to try to pronounce his last name, but he ended up going, I think, like as far as like uh, like practice squad giants. But he was a in baseball or fun- football. Or in football, but he was a phenomenal ba- baseball basketball player. But he committed to football. Mm-hmm. He's a big giant man child, like you said. He just was a man when we were all little boys. But he, like, to your credit, he played all track and field. I mean, shock put, this kid could just launch that thing. Yeah. But he just, the natural abilities to do all those things made him better at that one sport that he committed to. Yeah. Yeah. And you're right about that, man. It's, like, gotten kind of crazy with the hockey thing. It's not just hockey. Like, you talk to these parents, especially in the lower 48, and it's coming. Even baseball, too. These elite teams popping up. It's like you donate your whole year to it. Mm-hmm. And my brother's uh, got a guy I used to work with. Um, you know, as this kid went into high level hockey, he just dedicated his whole life, like transitioned his career, moved to another state. And I think they play on the same beer league now here back in Alaska. Mm-hmm. It all comes back to me. <laughs> it's just like, man. It all comes back to me. I mean, he was like, you know, 50000 in credit card debt to get to yeah. where, you know, he wanted this kid to get to. And then now they're. Yeah, you, you can't live your together, dreams you know. through your kids, dude. No, like, no let don't your kids do that. Have their own yeah, dreams. don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah. Do your kids play anything? Soccer. Soccer? And downhill ski and live dances. 
Nice. Mm-hmm. You know, and Lewis is, you know, my thing, and they played hockey and everything they would like, I don't want to do that after, you know, I was like, okay, well, what are you going to do next? And they're like, well, yeah. what do you mean? I'm like, well, you can stop that, but you're going to do something, something. else. Yeah. And so the, he got into soccer and last year, two years ago, he was like, I don't want to play soccer anymore. I'm like, okay, well, then what are you going to do? And he's like, he's like, okay, I'll play soccer. <laughs> and, but, then, <laughs> but then it clicked for him last year. Yeah. Oh, he became yeah. better, more confident. Yeah. And now, it's all he wants to do, you know. And I do want two sports, so that's why I have him skiing and Girdwood. And it's just a variation, mm-hmm. transition, yeah. transition, just yeah. something yeah, to yeah, yeah. keep their minds off it. There's kids that play um, hockey on his soccer team, and they were terrible soccer players before, and then they started learning how, and now they're great soccer players. And I'm sure it's showing up on the ice too. Yeah, yeah. like oh, it has just to be, be, you know. And yeah. same thing with the. My daughter, she's a dancer. She, she was soccer. She, she didn't like the physical, you know. Yeah. And she's like, I like dance, so she loves that, and she downhill skis. So, I like them to have a variation, you know, and keep some variety in their. Also, team sport. I like them to have the team sport. Absolutely, are they, team what, sports good. What What are they doing for skiing? Are they doing the racing or like the free skiing? They're doing uh, mighty mites. And I've had a lot of discussion about that. And my, what it really came down to is I believe that the Mighty Might Racing teaches them to be a better skier. If And that's what I've heard, is it teaches you have to turn when you have to turn. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Free skiing design. is like do whatever you want. So as they get older, after they've learned the fundamentals a little better, then they can go free ski if they want. And really right now they're in the Mighty Might program. It's not that bad. Yeah. They have, that's like I call that's house skiing. The comp uh-huh. is the you whatever, you know, and you're going mm-hmm. on Wednesday yeah. nights and doing all this. Yeah. But there's kids who do the ski races. It's racing, but they they can ski race in their just regular coats and uh-huh. snow pants where the other levels are like suits. Uniforms. Right, right. Yeah. Helm, you know, so, yeah, the, I, I like uh, that they're doing the Mighty Mikes. Yeah. Okay. That's good information for me. It is. Yeah. I think... Uh, yeah, well, there's no pressure there, right? No, my daughter, right. she was scared of the races. She... Uh, like cried the first race. I said, just do it. Yeah. Like, by the end, she podiumed her last two races and she was nice. loving it. <laughs> and Perfect. it's not good because there's only like 10 kids in her group, but she went up. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's a good balance between that team sport and that solo individual. sport. Individual. For sure. mm-hmm. and, and people don't think, like, I blew my kid's mind that like fishing is an individual sport. Hell yeah, it is. You know, like you can get to get a scholarship. To go fishing, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's oh, just crazy. And he started looking at it up and yeah, looking at the videos. A, and I was like, yeah. Yeah. "Yeah." I was like, "Well, ice fishing could be nice." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I totally agree with you. Um, you know, growing up, people were like, "Oh, did you do team sports or solo sports?" And I was just like, "You know, I only did team sports." And then as an adult, I realized that I could like accomplish way more than I thought I could. And looking back on that, it was like all these individual efforts that I did in the outdoors. It was like hiking that mountain. It was killing that animal with my dad and packing shit out. It was like fly fishing and learning in that river. Mm -hmm. It was dealing with conditions. And those are 100% individual. Mm -hmm. So you're you're right on there, Daniel. Yeah, I think there's there's a fine uh, combination of, of all those things. And there's something to doing something by yourself. Where, where you're going to just be in your own oh, head. There's yeah. no one else judging you. There's no one else pushing you. Yep. There's no one else, like, waiting on you. It's like either you make it or you do it or you don't, you know, and that's and then you're going to deal with those repercussions on your own, you know. So I think finding that balance of team sport, which is highly important, 
highly important to get that team sport, um, you know, where you're learning to deal with different personalities and bullies and, and people that are better than you, yeah. And yeah. people that are worse yeah. than you. Um, it's, that's, it's all part of growing up. And the momentum shift that yeah. you see with that, you know, like where the one, one side of the group is feeling this way today. And then the other, the, the other side of the group is feeling this way. And that when you all jive, you all kill it. And then you can see those leaders kind of step up in the, yeah. in the groups and the team sports. And you're like, Oh, how can I do that in my life? You know, how can I bring that to school or bring that to my job or whatever later on? Yeah. Well, Lewis, like we go back to our kid, he was the youngest kid in his group uh, playing soccer. And he's like, dad, the kids, they don't pass to me. I'm like, well, they're two years older than you. Cause it, during COVID, it was like mm. not oh, broken. Yeah. And, and he's like, they don't pass to me. I'm like, well, yeah, you're not very good. I'm like, you're two years younger. They're supposed to be better. He's like, but he's like, oh, okay. Kind of, yeah. I got it. Something to do. And that's what I mean. This year it turned. Now he's, uh, playing there's enough kids in his age group that now they're all his age uh, and he's one of the best players in his age group after playing with the older kids yeah yeah he was the worst but i'm like yeah you should be they're two years older than you yeah and he didn't get it and then he just kept doing it and now it's turned into something that he really enjoys that's so cool yeah and now he's now he's one of the better kids and i'm like hey remember when they didn't pass yeah. to you you should pass the ball to and he does kids. he's you know yeah. he's learned that because he's been on the short end of yeah. the stick yeah yeah so there's Did you learn to like talk to the older kids and say, Hey, I feel like I'm not being passed to you or no. no, that's like more of an adult thing. He yeah, will. That's he, something you want your kid to do, he, but they're like, oh, yeah, no, he will, kids. you know, but I, I talked to he's as he's getting older, but you tell him to do those things yeah, yeah, yeah. and they'll start to set in, but no, it's not on the top of his mind to yeah. say, yeah. Hey buddy, why aren't you passing to me? You yeah. know, or yeah. Have you took the kids on a hunt? We've done just bird hunting. And I, I wanted to take him caribou hunting, but I didn't get a tag this year. I didn't get a tag this year. Okay. And so, no. I'd love to go on a on a yeah on a caribou hunt. Do a family one. Yeah, yeah. That's why I got the side by side too because I had. Yeah. I'm like I want to. I got this to take my kids. Yeah. And I want to just go do that and have a fun and yeah. So yeah, I'd I'll hit you up on that kids. for sure. Because that's yeah. the one. I know it's weird. that's the one animal I haven't shot. Oh really, caribou? Yeah. I mean, I'd love well, to go. That I want to. Yeah. Let you and your son go get the caribou yeah. and just help you guys out. And yeah, it's just just great to see the brightness in their eyes. Yeah, when that when that when you get that animal and they approach it and they want to be a part of the everything and oh, hold yeah. the heart and all that stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's just Liv it's will. different. It's different than no. when you get a bird. Yeah, you know? but Liv yeah. will do it. Lewis will be like, he's yeah. not there yet, but he he does everything because he says, well, if she likes it, then I will. He's a little more like, ah, eh. yeah. But if Liv does it, which she will. Because that's what she said. She said, Dad, when am I going hunting? Yeah. Like, There's a kid in his class, or in her class, who's her best friend. His name is Fisher. Well, he's, yeah. a, he's a killer. Well, his dad's Fisher. a machine. Yeah. And he's like, well, Fisher's been hunting since five. He got a bear when he was five. He's got deer when he's five. You know, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, Damn. yeah, he's, he's a machine. Like, what you go to his house, dude. it looks like Pet cemetery. Yeah. And I'm like, whoa. <laughs> and so Liv's like, it's my hunt. turn. I said, okay. That's great. Yeah. I'd love to go on a caribou hunt yeah. with you guys in the family. Yeah, let's do it. And there's so many good, just care about that youth hunt. Yeah. How old is Liv? She's going to be 10 in December. Oh, same so as Mattel. Yeah. Yeah. So I can put we should put him in for that youth and, and maybe even go do that, um, the uh, the Hunter's Ed together with them. We were talking about that today because I was shooting my rifle today, uh, finished getting it sighted in. Um, 
And I need to, I'll talk to you about it offline about, cause what's the deal with that? Cause I was with a friend and he didn't know the exact deal, but I want to put in for her to be able to. Yep. Yeah. You can still put in and now. Then, and then you have to do the safety before you, yep. if you draw the tag, right? Yep. Yep. Okay. But we should just still sign up to yep. do the class. Yeah. And anyway, yep. and then we'll put in for my kid and his kid and his, his yep. two daughters too. And then yep. if one of us gets it, it's so, it's so fun, dude. Yeah. It's so fun. And then once Packy and yeah. and, and Pay is ready to go, dude, it's just such a fun family trip. Yeah. I brought my no. parents, my yeah. grandparents. That's what I want to do. Let's just do it. like a huge group because there's yeah. no pressure out yeah. there. And just everyone can camp and then the group can go out and try to get the caribou yeah. and, and bring it back. It's an amazing, amazing experience. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. So you're sighting the gun in? What do you got, what do you got going? I got a, a Nosler 28. Uh, Christensen's made with Christensen's Ooh. arm, yeah, and uh, uh, a scope on it. So, here, here's the thing this is what I said. And that's uh, a I'm hot, not that's a, a hot boy, oh, dude. yeah. So, here's the deal <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, I'm, f- my first year, I shot, I shot like six times, right? And the guy's by myself, but I won't get this long story. But I was like, and these guys come over the hill and they're like, where are all the deer? They said, well, what are you shooting like this? You know, making fun of me. Like, yeah. It was my first time. I'm like, fuck you guys. I got it. <laughs> and it was a nice deer. So anyway, I always get made of all my shooting skills. So after, and then as things progress, I'm like, I really like this. I want to get a better rifle. I was shooting with my 30 at six. It's just a little heavy to be packing around. And so things have been good. And I'm like, hey, Kurosh, I'm Here's your budget. Give me the best rifle I can get for this budget yeah. scope, and that's what he got me. Got the Nosler 28. He shoots the flat, flattest, good speed, velocity. Got a Swarovski scope, and it, today I, I was like so excited because I had it kind of, and I thought it tinkered with it, and I shot it, and it was just like money, just boom. Mm-hmm. And then my next shot, boom. And I don't shoot like that. Yeah, yeah. you know, I mean, you're a group and nice. Yeah, I was yeah. tight. I'm like, I feel so much better heading out. Yeah, to, for your, you know, so yeah. that's what I was. Sh- getting it done. well that confidence and when yeah. you go do that practice mm-hmm. and you feel confident in your yep. weapon it just yeah. it 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 raises yeah the overall just, just confidence and yeah. comfort yeah, you feel yeah. like i can get this done yeah 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 i've got it done but it always felt like it was a lot of stress and work and now i feel like i can yeah. do this pretty yeah good. yeah it's funny too because even though that preparation can still kind of get weird and you still mess yeah, you, you miss, miss or you, know, or you don't hit the mark, or, yeah. or hits I mean, a branch. I, this yeah. year, for for me personally, and some some experiences on some kills was like, what the fuck? Like lost black bears, you know? Had to shoot my moose three times. I heard that. <laughs> it's like, man, I like I practiced and shot and almost like trained for this mm-hmm. and then the moment came and it didn't go the way Mm-mm. well and there's such a big difference from going to uh, the yeah. shooting range yeah, yeah. and having your sure, lay and you're sure. perfectly set up mm-hmm. and you got the thing mm-hmm. and and it's quiet and you got your headphones and there's nothing moving versus like oh i'm on this downhill and this thing's moving and there's people and there's pressure and there's, there's bushes gonna move it's yeah. like there's yeah, bushes and there's, there's rain and, and, yeah like it's just you can't train for that no unless you just go out all the time and just train like try to shoot in that element you know yeah, it's just, i don't just, know who gets a chance to do that very often nobody yeah, yeah not nobody. not much, not many of us but i and i think that's just like the humility of it is like man i like bought this really good equipment i practiced and i'm going out of field with the best gear and the best gun and the best 
everything that I think I can possibly get for a resource for what I can get. Yeah. And then you go to to put it all together and 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 put it into action. Oh, and then it goes wow. like the other way and you're like, "What? I, I mean, when I shot my kind of dumbfounded. Sat on it. I had shot like six times a lot because I was like, I, I do not want to screw this up. It was the toke tag. And I'm like, I can't. Yeah. Got an opportunity. Put a lot of pressure on, on yourself. Yeah. And I'm set up, set up, guys. Just make sure he's laying there. Set up, set up. He's right on the other side of the rock, my partner. And I'm just <clears> getting comfortable, you know, doing breath. And I mean, this has been 10 minutes. I'm, yeah. Not, yeah. I'm not like. It's like, it's like an eternity. And he's like. Which normally you don't have that no, much time. No, but he's like, just sitting there, and they don't see us, and we're a, a, we're a little bit up and perfect. And I'm like, okay. And I'm like, hey, I'm ready to shoot. And they're like, oh, okay, now you can get ready. Like, they're just kind of coaching me along because I don't know what I'm doing. Get ready. And then he goes, and I still have, I hadn't quite got him in the scope, and he goes, he stood up. And I took that like he's running. No, he just stood up, but it screwed up my whole rhythm. Yeah. I shoot, I don't know where it goes, misses. <laughs> he ran around in a circle, stopped again. I dry fired. <laughs> oh, <laughs> fucking. But then they're like, slow down. Yeah. It slowed me down. I reloaded, put it on him, dropped him. Yeah. It, it, yeah. it was like, but it did not go how it, how it was planned. Yeah. yeah I was grateful first... that I finally got it, but it was like, what the hell just happened? Just like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a controlled environment, and then it's out of control. And it's like, why? I planned, why and I was it? so peaceful. I was so relaxed. <clears throat> and all of a sudden, it changed when he said yeah. he got up. Your heart yeah. rate went from, like, slow to, like, raging. Yeah. And, the, yeah. yeah, now you're missing. And thankfully, yeah. you got your animal. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Well, there's something to that when you're a hunting partner and you're not the shooter. Like, the, it is your job to calm yeah. The shooter down. Yeah, be calm. I mean. It was, mm-hmm. and they did. That's what they're like. No, Trent, just relax. All the way until, and he said that, and and he could have said maybe it's just how I took it. Like I said, I I well, thought it took like he yeah. took off running. Yeah. So it just that's how I started. Well, and I think there was probably a reaction by him that he wasn't planning on. Yeah, probably. He, that well, was just start, the way it, it, it kind of like came out, and it, and then. Yeah. You re- it relayed to you as like now there's a sense of urgency when there yeah. wasn't. No, there wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> but it, but you know there's just like always in your mind like the animal's just gonna get away. Yeah. Like it's a wild animal. It can just like pick up and go. Right. Yeah. If anybody's ever tried to chase a caribou or a moose, mm-hmm. okay, that's something you're not going no. to probably succeed in. When the animal starts going away, it's not like you can just pick up your rifle and like start trotting after it. It's going to glide off and pull away from you while you're crawling over alders and finding a creek bottom and tripping over tussocks. Mm -hmm. They're just gliding away. Yeah, it's like it's what you don't do. Yeah, that's right. A lot of hot tips here. (laughs) (laughs) You you know what it is? I I know that there's going to be guys that and folks, folks that are listening to this, men and women, and um, that. Some are going to be like, I have no idea what they're talking about. And there are going to be ones that are going to be like, yeah, I've seen that, done that. I've Mm -hmm. experienced that. That I I can tell you right now, not everybody's shooting 370 bulls. Everybody's not shooting 70-inch moose. No. Not everybody's shooting 40-inch rams, Mm -hmm. okay? You're going to be out here. You're going to be, as um, Jeff would say, mediocre. 
because we're not all pros. And I can tell you right now, the pros, they fuck up too. Yep. They have things that don't go right. They have the, you know, you don't see it in their edited footage of their video, but not everything goes exactly the way yep. you planned yep. and how you, you know, dialed in at the, at the range and, and, you know, made the perfect shot. It doesn't happen. You know, nope, it's nope. more times than not, it actually goes to shit. Yeah. But you can make it all look good. We can highlight right. all the good stuff. That's right. That's right. So, so who, who who won the spicy greens on the trivia? Uh, I think we have one more because we had, we had a, a tie. Oh, yeah. we have one more. One, yeah. one last trivia. All right. Trent, so let's. Uh, Should I cue it up, dude, or what? Dude? <laughs> oh, Since you guys. <laughs> wrong button. <laughs> Got that cow call what going? What should we do? I have a couple more here. Let's get one more so we can get Ooh, one uh, more winner here and we'll wrap this up. All right. How many uh, skiable, lift accessible vertical footage are at uh, Elieska? Skiable, lift vertical. So not. Mm, I know what you're not, saying. Yeah. Not climbing to the top. If you're on a chair lift or the. So, so how many. If you just the, take the chairlift, if you add them all you like, the from the chairlift, how many trails could you take down? No. So if you went to the top of the mountain on the chairlift, how many vertical feet can you ski down? Mm. I'm going to say like 3,200. That's a good guess. Yeah. It's going to be close. Yeah. I was going to say 3,750. That's too much. I'm gonna cut. The oh, because the oh, because the chair lift only goes so high. I don't th- I th- well, we'll see. You could be. I, I, I mean, I'm not. I, I've I never. Either. I could be completely Truth wrong. be told, I have never, ever, ever skied out <laughs> What? <laughs> okay. Well, let's see Damn. if you win. Let's All right. See. Well, maybe I, we need to make that happen this winter. I've yeah. never yeah, snowboarded man. or skied really? Alaska ever. Can you do it? Do it this year. I mean, can you do it? Or I mean, uh, yeah, you're physically able. You're like, well, I mean, could I do it? I mean, you know that like No, I've never put skis on in my life. Okay. Oh. What? I've never put a snowboard on in my life. Well, you, you, well they have a okay. magic carpet. Well, we should right teach you. you to ski this year. <laughs> it's really fun. It's like the hockey thing. I'll yeah. be down it's at really I'll fun. be down at chair five drinking beer, waiting for you boys to come down. No, I'll it's be at chair five drinking beer. It's sit smart. I'll be at the sit smart. No, I want to be at sit smart, and I'll fucking watch you. Now, for the record. Uh, the day I got, uh, we eloped and my wife and I got married, I went up to the uh, Seven Glaciers. Yeah. So I rode the yeah. lift once. Yeah, nice. Yeah. It tram. was really, really You've cool. You've never Great tried to ski or snowboard? No, never. Ever. Ever. <laughs> you can hike that too, the <laughs> yeah. North Face. I, I think uh-huh. I have like cross-country skied. That's crazy. I know. I'm good with it though. It's no, just, I'm you, not should, into you it. should try it. That's I'm cool. like, if it ain't got a motor, I ain't going. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, you are a motor. <laughs> I know, man. It's it's like hockey. That if you learn as an adult, it'd be more fun. Yeah. Last time I yeah, put skates dude. on, I I'm think ready I was to go five. back to skiing. Yeah. Like you my knees messed up. I skied as a kid. I learned to ski forever. I skied forever till I got in high school and snowboarding came out and it was cool. Yeah. And yeah. then I snowboarded yeah. for ten years. I got real crazy. Mess up my knee, yep. and then I haven't done it. But I'm ready. If I go Let's back, go. I'm gonna go Let's ski this winter. Yeah. I know. Does that sound really crazy? I'm not gonna go. I'm gonna straight ever. go green star. You know but, what I'm saying? I'm just gonna cruise, so dude. Better. I'm gonna cruise. They are, man. They skis turn make for it so you. Easy. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Like it's not the little skinny elons no. I had with the yeah. one point. You just kind of lean and they yeah. turn yeah. for you. It's pretty awesome. easy. I'm ready to just be the one guy. I can't say that I wouldn't try it. I mean, I I don't. I I'm look. If I think you look good in hot green. Oh, just full snow bunny, dude? <laughs> <clears throat> I, I would be fine if I never did it. I'm good. I mean, look. I'm, uh, but I think you'd I, feel better if you're like, yep, I tried it. 
I don't know, man. It's like one of those things that one of those experiences that until you do it and, uh, and try point. hard, uh-huh. like you don't understand it. And like that day that we went mm-hmm. up, that was a simple day, but awesome. I'll remember that day of the rest of my life. That, this just last spring. We're going up on a sunny day, and I was like, I think I might know him. <laughs> oh, it's Trent. Hey, it's Jack. And it was like, what's going on? He's like, well, the rest of them were, you know, getting the, what are those, um, the drinks at the top? Jaeger bombs? No. <laughs> <laughs> Fizzes. Yeah, the fizz. The gin oh, okay. fizz. Never mind. To fizz or not to fizz. That They're was when I was fizzes, doing that. It was like more mountain for the rest yeah. of us for spring skiing. It was beautiful spring yeah. day. When he was getting fizzed out. Yeah. Jaeger <laughs> bombs. Yeah. No Jaegers. But it was just this like drink gorgeous that? day. And it's yeah. like you have so many of those ski days that yeah. you're like, oh, fucking remember that one day? And it was just yeah, a regular ski that, day. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. No, I, we, I took the kids out. We went and did a family trip, and it was a total debacle. I didn't go out on the mountain. I actually stayed back at the hotel room. Uh, went to the hot tub, I think, maybe, while everybody skied. Hot tubs are good, too. Yeah, I mean, everybody I'm down to go with you because really. it's been literally 20 years since I've gone on the mountain. But I'm down. I'll just borrow some of Jack's fancy skis. And just mm-hmm. I did see, though, that the onesie's coming back. It is. Man. Ooh. The hot like if anything, hot I'm a gear guy, so I'll party. just go get the gear and look really good. <laughs> just put boots yeah. on and hang out in the sit. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> yeah. Poser style. You Do they still use that word? Yeah, I'll get up there eventually. You know. <laughs> what was the deal with them taking the fireplace off the sits deck? I have no idea. It's like it went from ski camping to no yeah. more fireplace. It's oh, no. it's COVID protocol. Yeah. They want people getting around all together. Yeah, Yeah. there's no, there's no. Oh, they didn't have the six foot spaced little circles around the fire pit. Yeah. Okay. They had a gorgeous gas fired one out there though. Yeah, Yeah. it was awesome. I guess there's like a new spa. Yeah. Yeah, the Arctic spa. Is that like officially open and like rolling? Uh, Pretty soon. Soon, supposed to open this season. Like yeah. a staff. I actually want to try that out. <laughs> yeah. They got no one that can massage. <laughs> yeah, no one will build it. this yeah. hot tub. <laughs> I just remember seeing that like in March. Uh, I want to say, I guess it was going to debut fall or winter of 2021, I guess. Well, no. Yeah. Maybe yeah. not. I don't know. Yeah, this way. It looked it. pretty cute. Cool. It looked right. like it was going to be a cool setup, though. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Looks cool. I'll be down there with my onesie. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe we'll line up a... His first caribou hunt and your first ski trip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Ooh. Hey, look, you guys want to do it. I'm not going to say I won't do it. I'll give it a shot. Yeah. Whatever, like, the first little hill. It's called that, like, that Magic Carpet. There it is. <laughs> yeah. Sign me up. It's magic free. Carpet, hey, it's make free. Sh- make sure those boots got good ankle support. They do. Oh, they're These fucking locked things in, are dude. rubber, dude. No, you're yeah, locked in. No, are locked. I need, a ca- I need a cast. It is it a cast. Pretty much what they are. Okay, good. Good. Yeah, yep. fully locked. Fully you should go to Hilltop yeah. a few times with the kids. Yeah, you're right be there, fun. dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'll get yeah. To it. And then we'll go meet at Elieska. Bring right. Daniel to the top. I got this podcast. Go right to the top, dude. I'll go right to. The, that'll come back to me like a <laughs> just carving. <laughs> yeah, man. Shoot. <laughs> I'm not scared. The uh, new skis make it easy. Man. I, I, know. I, so I look at those skis and I'm like, man, I would have never gave up. I never went to snowboarding if no. they had those good skis no, when I was so little. Good. But it took that oh, snowboard technology to make skiing cooler yeah. and yeah. make them like be innovative. Mm. Yeah, that's awesome. Would you say skiing's now cooler oh, than it's snowboarding? Way cooler. Than I think snowboarding? So. Yeah. It's back. Oh, absolutely. Is it? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's. Been I mean, back I remember for we like snowboarded. It was like, like people were looked at like, "What are you doing on this yeah. mountain?" There's still people who like to do, but I would say that there's a large portion of snowboarders who really can't snowboard. They just yeah. want to do it because they think it's cool. Yeah, where mm. most people who are skiing, or I think, are skiing pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, and the young kids that are like really into they're doing know, the being on the mountain. Yeah, they're, they're skiing. They're skiing. They're skiing. So they it's skiing cool, school again. You know, yeah. yeah, the thirteen oh, year olds. That's man. awesome. That's funny how things swing like that, dude. Yeah, it is. So you can won? do a lot of cool shit. Yeah. Did he win, Mister? I've never been on the. Oh mountain yeah, so ever. it's twenty five hundred. Oh, so yeah. Okay, so the spicy greens goes to Trent. Trent, Trent got the Whew. spicy greens. Yeah. There you yeah. go. Get healthy. I, I eat somewhat healthy. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm, I've been curious to try this to see if I'm going to do your, one of your... Uh, oh, you got to yeah. do it, dude. It's amazing, dude. Mm-hmm. We get two bags a week, dude. I just munch on it every night. I love it. Dude, I need to start now. doing the tour for like people that sign up for subscriptions if they're mm-hmm. like, they want to come in or bring their kids. Yeah. Like just It's pretty rad. Mm-hmm. It is. It is. Trent, thanks for coming out, <laughs> man. Appreciate it. You guys kept yeah. me up way past my bedtime. Yeah. Yeah. What, what are we at? Uh, oh, 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 oh. You gonna be able to get up and go to work tomorrow? I might call in a little late. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe make a smoothie with those greens or what? Yeah. <laughs> Play some early pond hockey tomorrow. There you go. Uh, yeah. 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 Catch. No, uh, it was uh, a pleasure yeah, uh, having it, you on, Trent. Yeah, I it know fun. it's it's been uh, challenging to uh, scheduling to get it all together, yeah. but he uh, works a lot. Yeah, yeah, he does. does. He does. Yeah. Well, you know, I appreciate it because you know, like we've, been, I like supporting people who are doing positive things. You guys, this is a positive. There's no, you know, I think it's great. You know, some people say, oh, well, it's a waste of money. It's not. It's an, it's really an investment in me, make, me feeling good about helping you guys. Whether oh, I get a job or anything, that, that doesn't matter. I think you yeah. just you guys having fun, doing something cool. I, I'm all behind it. Yeah, we sincerely appreciate that. Because yeah. um, I, I, you know, anybody that wants to really get on this is it's really it's about that it's just again we all want to support each other represent each mm-hmm. other alaska right mm-hmm. like we're, we're we're isolated we've got this thing going on and um yeah thanks dude yep. like it means a lot to us for you uh, a business in alaska for 50 years yep. to help support a little podcast mm-hmm. that just got starting and and hopefully 50 years from now we can say you know Trent was the first. They were one of the <laughs> yeah, first. A hundred, a hundred years. Yeah. <laughs> but no, thanks. Hey, a lot, Lou, man. I remember your dad was the first guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, catch catch awesome. uh, Trent at yeah. a, at AK Pipes on uh, Instagram. Let's boost him up there. Between he's the always pipes. showing all his cool <laughs> stuff he's doing, all his trips, uh, and all the food he's making. The food is awesome, and all the yeah. trips he's bringing them with his kids and exposing his kids to all that stuff. Um, if you're not a Patreon member, please go to our website, alaskawildproject.com, and get on the Patreon. Shout out to all the Patreons that are already supporting us. Um, look out for the date of the meet party. I believe it's February 19th. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to lock in the lock in the venue. I'm pretty sure that that's pretty much set up. Uh, and are we releasing tickets to that first on Patreon? Yes, definitely. First on Patreon. If for you're sure. a Patreon member, just expect that you're going to be able to get those tickets first. Um, and like we said, it's limited to 50 tickets, you know, that's a plus one 50 tickets. Um, and then if you're, if you don't get it, you don't get it. I mean, maybe you get the leftovers on Monday, it's but gonna be uh, cracking, dude. it's, it's going to be cracking. It's mm-hmm. going to be, it's going to be awesome. Um, it's going to be great. You know, 
Love it. Yeah, especially getting the wives involved. You know, expand that thing out a little bit and uh, yeah. <laughs> make it just a straight meat party. Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy Dean Festival. Yeah, it's, it's, it's been a real sausage party, and, and the ladies, the ladies are, are ready to go. Shout out to Emily um, Thompson, dude. She's so so hyped about coming out to the meat party. She's like, finally. Yes. The women are yes. invited to the <laughs> meat party. Absolutely. So uh, yeah. thank you guys for listening. Leave us an Apple Podcast review um, and check out the website, Alaska Wild Project. We got a whole bunch of new merch that's coming up. We'll be yeah, seeing like new pictures of the hoodies and the, and the beanies and stuff that are coming out. And, and thank you for supporting us. And we really appreciate you guys always listening. And Trent, thank you again yeah, for all welcome. the support you've done, not only for us, but the community and all the things that you're doing for for hockey and for skiing and for everything else that you're doing and just exposing people to the lifestyle that you're living and, and being a homegrown Alaska business. It's, right. it's beautiful. You're welcome. Thanks. And we're going to go get you a caribou for sure. Oh, Hell yeah. That's good. <laughs> yes. Game Thank on. you, Alaska. We yeah. appreciate you. Stay wild. You remember my speaking to you of what I call your overcautious. Are you not overcautious when you assume that you cannot do what the enemy is constantly doing? The Alaska Wild Project podcast is brought to you by the following sponsors. The Bait Shack, located on Ship Creek upstream of the bridge. Can't miss the bright red shack. They're the go-to fishing gear rental and guide service on Ship Creek. Tight lines and fish on. Come hook into the action with them. Hit them up at thebaitshackak.com. Lawn Pro AK, your year-round professional property maintenance company, providing services such as weekly lawn maintenance, driveway sweeping, snow and ice management, and tons more. Get your free estimate today at LawnProAK.com. Anchortown Dogs, located at 4th Avenue across from the old 4th Avenue Theater. Look for the blue and gold umbrella. From reindeer dogs to bomb euros, they've got you covered. Anchortown Dogs, your local gourmet hot dog and sausage cart. Menegato's Accounting, locally owned and operated advisory and tax accounting solutions. Passion, experience, diligence. Learn more at menegatosaccounting.com. Double Shovel Cider Company, located off Arctic and 58th. Handcrafted Alaskan-made cider. They also have a tap room downtown on the corner of 5th and E. Check them out at doubleshovelcider.com. Serrano's Mexican Grill, two locations, one on Tudor, one on Northern Lights. The Northern Lights location has their new tequila bar. Check it out. Also see their daily specials at serranosmexicangrill.com. AKO Farms, located in Sitka, Alaska, built from the ground up with concentrates as their single motivation. Find their products such as their sugar wax, full spectrum diamond sauce carts, and more at the Treehouse AK and other dispensaries around the state. Ask your local bud tender about AKO. TheTreehouseAK.com, located at 341 Boniface Parkway. Your all-in-one cannabis and CBD store. Ask the bud tender what the strain of the day is to get your 10% off. The Treehouse, where the culture lives. Marijuana has intoxicating effects and may be high-performing and addictive. Marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machine under the influence. There are health risks associated with consumption of marijuana. For the use of only by adults 21 and older. Keep out of the reach of children and marijuana should not be used by women who are pregnant or breastfeeding. Tailored Restoration 24-Hour Emergency Home Services. Helping Alaskans restore their dreams since 1972. Services include fire, water, mold, post-emergency cleaning, repair, and remodeling. Give them a call in Anchorage, Eagle River, Matsu, or Fairbanks. Hit them up at tailoredrestorationalaska.com.